The following program is brought to you by the Realm of Collectors. Please stand by and take your seats. Good evening and welcome to Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. If you would please kindly take your seats. The show will begin when Teddy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to the MPSB Theater. Uh, yeah, we're uh, missing a guy tonight. <laughs> I'll just go into that real quick. So just kind of bear with us. Um, we're all, well, some of us are new at this. But <laughs> <clears throat> Training wheels are coming off tonight. They mm-hmm. are. It's, it's like swim or die. Here we are. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man, we've got a lot of shit to get into. Uh, we'll just, um, now let's get it, let's get it going. Let's just jump right into it. No, no small talk. Let's do it. Rob. Oh, oh. When I'm not breaking trucks, you can find me on the Instagrams at Rob's Hobbies. You can find me in the R-O motherfucking C <laughs> as Rob Milton. And you can find That's me Friday nights, every yes. Friday night with my favorite people in the world. At least the ones that don't get naked for me. Hey. Okay. <laughs> nudity is good. I like nudity. Because, like, there's a lot of them. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, <they're> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Josh, you're up next, Bubba. Hey, uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, you can catch me on Facebook under my regular name. All my social media platforms that I utilize are linked to there. It's a public profile. Easy to find. Uh, you can catch me every other Wednesday on Figure Banging on this very channel. Every Friday, you can catch me on the On Cute Up podcast with my friend Greg. And every Friday night here on this very channel on the theater with the uh, wonderful castmates that I adore so much. Uh, that's me. He is the man. I swear. The guy's the guy. That's, that's like our backbone, man. The show right professional, there. professional, dude. Oh, yeah. I know. He's the man. <laughs> It brings an air of gravitas that we all we all could we all could use. All right, inspirational. All right, you little Frodo looking motherfucker, talk to us. How do you spell Frodo? E or T? I don't know. I'm a F R O D O. That's basically what he said. I'm a Insta Sam eight nine on Instagram. Sam meet in the groups here every Friday night with these uh, lovely gentlemen. Where where are you at, Russ? Oh shit! I'm Rusty Muss. I'm the host with the most. Baby. I'm here trying to fill those big shoes. And uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube when they let me. Um, I'm around. You know, they, they got to think about dick pics. We're gonna say. 
Anyways, <laughs> I'm so sensitive nowadays. I know, I know. Hey, I finally found the Zoom feature on my phone, so I can check it out now. I'm sorry. Hell yeah, man. Hey, hit him where it hurts. Yeah, right. Hey, we can smell our own. I can, hey, I, I can pull, I can pull hair with the best of them. It's all good. <laughs> oh lordy. And yes, yeah, so yeah, it's and um, yeah, we're 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 trying to we're because we're missing the man, um, but you know we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, and uh, Josh, what do you want to hit on first, brother? Uh well, you know, speaking of Nick, uh, decided you know since Sam had put up that wonderful promo today and talk about how you had found peace with yourself in the world with all your inspirational quotes here recently and. You know, everybody's everybody's been in a pretty good headspace and mindset, and things have been going pretty well for everybody. But you know, uh, our, the 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 namesake of the show himself, our captain, oh captain, uh, the one and only masterpiece shit piece, Nick Bramer. He's he's been uh he's been going through some things. He's just tired, and he had to. Basically, relax, regroup, yeah. recover, and re-up. Uh, that, that's a mantra that Bobby, uh, our certain uh, master reviewer friend, uh, Mr. Skullface, he, uh, when I went through my ordeal last year in May, he called me in the hospital and said, you know, focus on this. And just wanted to remind everybody out there, sometimes it's okay to take a step back, take a week off for your, for your mental... <laughs> Your mental uh, state of mind, your physical well-being, relax, regroup, recover, re-up. Get recharged this week, Nick. We miss you, and we'll see you next week. For real. I'm sure he'll come back fired up and ready to go and probably be, uh, you know, talking all kinds of shit. But tonight he's not here, so I get to talk shit about him. You lazy fuck, where you at? What are you doing? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just screwing around. Uh, Nah, go. Enjoy the rest, Nick, man. You need, you know. He needs it, and uh, we all need. Like, I agree with you. We all need a time where we need to kind of take a break for a second. It all happens, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Life think, happens think, sometimes. Yes, life life happens. And remember when Nick always says too. Nick always says life before before a podcast. You know, life before this stuff. This stuff Real is great. Life first. Yes. Family first. Personal Absolutely. health first. You know, Absolutely. and you know, yeah. it, it, this isn't. This isn't just for us. This is for all you guys. I mean, Absolutely. sometimes you need to take a break, and it's fine. Yeah, sure. And There's sometimes you just need it. to break something at work, and then you're fine. Hey, you know that happens. I, I I've done that plenty of times at work. <laughs> it's like shit. Make it look like an accident, so you can't be billed for it or fired for it. Oh, this was straight up a fucking manufacturing <laughs> failure. Okay, it just. Happened to really bite me in the ass going through a busy intersection. That's wow. wow. Fuck international <laughs> trucks to hell. You know, I tell you something, Rob. I drove internationals uh, for for a lot of years, and I gotta tell you, I hated them. <laughs> I didn't like them. They they're they were always just raggedy pieces of shit, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I and they haven't gotten any better, and this fucker's new. Wow. God damn, it sucks, dude. Good Life thing it ain't mine. <laughs> Oh man, all right, Josh. Yeah. What else are we going to do? Well, um, 
We, we, hey, look, we got shirts, right? Right here. There you so, go, baby. Yeah, look at that. That's a beautiful That's shirt. That's a beautiful Loving shirt. It. And I know Indeed. some friends of the show have already gotten some shirts. And I they know people, them. you know, I mean, Jose, he got a shirt. Brink got a mug. Uh, you know, I know Lowry and Bethany, you know, they got, they got shirts. I know mm-hmm. Mr. Von Wolfenstein, uh, he got a shirt and looking dead sexy in that shirt, sir. I can't wait to grab that ass at TFCon and that's happening. I'm telling you right now. He did, he, he did look hot in that shirt. I got to give him that. He's a, he's, he's a big luscious thing there. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you're there. good. You're good. <laughs> well, we decided since it is the month of October. We're all members of the ROC. You know, I like to call it a little bit of Rocktober. Uh, and I can't wait to see everybody in a few weeks. Three weeks today. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we're, we're, running a, we're running a promo. Uh, right now, right now, through Halloween, the end of the month, if you order one of our shirts or anything off of our Teespring account, uh, use the promo code MPSP10, MPSP10, or follow the links and uh, get 10% off your t- entire order for the month of October. Uh, you know, there's plenty of time now to get an order in before TFCon and represent your favorite Friday night podcast while you're at the show. Hold up. We're, yeah. giving, them, we're giving them a 10% discount? I should have waited to buy my stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? Wow, Hold up, man! Whoa, this, that's that's we must be insane, dude. We're losing our minds. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I can't I can't say that there's flex pay because that's all dust. But you know, uh, speaking of dust and the guys uh, over on ETR, you know, they also have shirts available for the entire realm. You know, Absolutely. they got that new awesome damaged uh, ROC logo shirt. And yeah, that thing's cool as shit. I'm going to order me one of those. Damage. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's weathered mm-hmm. and worn. I like that. So, guys, go get you one of those. And our buddy Matthew Deluxe Baldwin also has shirts. Check his out. And if you can't get everybody's shirt, support, support your favorite. <laughs> we, we ho- yeah, we hope, we hope that you buy ours, but we're not going to be upset if you can't get stuff from all of us at once. Yeah. But, you know, the It'll link's there. You've got till the end of the month to save 10%. Show love through the community. Show love for your favorite uh, content creators and mm-hmm. podcasters and all that. We love you guys. And so this is our way of giving back and saving you a little change. So maybe, you know, when you're at the show and you save at 10%, maybe you can throw Agabus some love and, you know, buy a little something extra when you're giving Hanny some cash for his goods. Who True. knows? And don't forget, he's going to be a rep and serious at TFCon this year. So if and you're showing up TFCon, rock on over there. Say hi to me. I'll be in the booth all weekend. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Hanny is the official sponsor of the Realm of Collectors. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, for all your Transformers and third-party needs. And, you know, a few things outside of that, too. And, uh, you know, he's got 
Oh, yeah. He's got, what is it, 595? Is it flat rate shipping? 595 flat rate shipping. Don't yeah. forget, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's expanding into Mezco. Too, he's expanding into uh, Storm Collectibles. Or if you're looking for them, Storm Collectibles. Yeah, he's got some figure works Street Fighters. Too, I think. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, if you're looking, I know those Storm Collectible Street Fighter figures were hard to find a couple of them, and he's got most of them that are out now. Yeah. So, he... Awesome. You know, yeah. um, Amy's a great dude. You know, yeah. He's he's never not worked with me. Uh, you know, I, I I love the guy. Um, you know, he's he's going to have a big presence there at the show. So give Hanny some love. Uh, also, <laughs> speaking of other sponsors, and we'll get on. And speaking of Mesco, if you say it three times, where it is, you summon him. Uh, our man, our man Christopher Pinkerton over at Crash Box Customs, killing it with these dioramas. Over, Good uh, God he is, uh, man. oh my God, the stuff he is doing and the stuff that he's able to do with the X Carve. I mean, hats off, kudos, congrats, Chris. I mean, it's yeah, awesome. yeah man. Look for his picks from the Mezco booth for NYCC. Yeah, yeah, I love the fact that he's working with Mezco and he's getting his his. His dioramas are doing what we all aspire is to make our collections look better. Sure, um, you absolutely. Know, and the stuff he's done's inspired others. But you know, Crashbox, he's an official sponsor of the realm as well. Uh, he's official, the official Mezco supplier of the ROC, and you can pre-order with him. And when you pre-order with him, mention Realm for a surprise gift. Uh, oh, but, yeah. nice! You and know, it won't be Russ's dick pics. I can promise you that. <laughs> well, that's oh, what I got this morning. You need magnifying glasses. Come on. <laughs> hey, you know Photoshop is a thing now. You can blow that shit up and. <laughs> Yeah, I suck at that stuff. Hey, man. Russ is too old school, man. You've seen some of the bullshit he puts out. There. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why does Russ put this old shit up? Because he can't do yeah. nothing new. He makes all those memes he posts. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of them. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh, but go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I see that Walt asked a question. Do the shirts go up to a 3X or a 4X? Walter, the answer is yes. Walter, uh, we, we, we were fully aware <laughs> that uh, a lot of our companions in the Aroma Collectors are uh, plus-size gentlemen. Right, well, and they, they, uh, they, they saw your hulkster ass get out of my car. They know how big you are. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we know. Because we also wear our own product, and it would have to be a 3X to fit all right. of us. I'm a, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I got away with a 2X, but this is because I like to look tight and strong like i'm ripping up shirt <laughs> don't you're fooling yourself you look like a fucking overstuffed sausage casing no listen listen i am <laughs> it's all about my fantasy josh okay shut up speaking <laughs> of fantasy now segue oh, you go there uh, we've got that. a fantasy football update that was professional uh, well, you know, I try, I try. So week four happened. It's in the books. It's official. And I'm just going to say congrats. We'll get to you. Uh, oh. we're, starting, we're starting with me. Uh, I got to say congrats to Eric Burgess. Uh, he and I went face-to-face. -face. We were both undefeated. He did come out the victor. 
Uh, you know, both of our teams had amazing games, but he beat me by almost 30 fucking points for 28 points and 28 Jesus. and a half. And I took a loss, and I own it. Uh, it happens. I never said I was going undefeated. I said I was winning this entire motherfucker. So good on you, man. He said he remains undefeated and is in first place overall. Uh, in his division and seeded. I'm right now. I'm experiencing uh, deja vu. Then you said that shit last year. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Last year you said the same shit. I'm winning it all. I'm winning hey, it all. Hey, <sighs> I had to let you fuckers win in oh, order to let you come back this year so I could really destroy you. I see. You did it out of the kindness of your it, heart. I, you did I, I did it because I felt sorry and I didn't want to hear cupcakes crying. Speaking of crying cupcakes, you know, I remain first in uh, in our division, second seed overall, but I am three and one. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, speaking, of, speaking of crying cupcakes, uh, two winless teams faced up against each other last week, and Anna's back here at Defenders. Not saying she's a crying cupcake, but Nick's fucking DJD, he's a crying cupcake, that's for sure. <laughs> He actually pulled out the biggest upset of the week and got his first victory to rise to one in three and sixth overall in the rankings uh, with a whopping 274.6 to 154.26 victory. So hats off to him for getting out of the, uh, well, no, he's still in the cellar because he's down there. He's down there tied with this asshole, this little son of a bitch that loves Rogue One, Russ the fucking Musk. Ah, yeah. Who who lost by, he lost by 99 points to Jason's The Replacements. I got my ass. 281 to 182. Yeah. One in three. Three times you've lost. So, Josh, it's funny. we it's don't funny. need to be week, talking any shit to anyone. You know it's really funny. Is week one looks so promising. I, I, just, I did a good trouncing well, see, on Nick. It's that's nice. the thing. Nick. That's the thing. Oh, it, sums up, it sums up you, Russ. You look like a promising individual on first impressions. <laughs> and then you just let everybody down repeatedly over and fucking over and over. Dude, but we still. So I, I feel like there's a peanut-sized joke in there somewhere. It's somewhere, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a successful man. We still love you. We don't judge you for it, but others do. We're just letting you know. This is coming from a place of love. I'm so sad. I'm sorry. Speaking I'm so of speaking of losers who talk shit, Walt all last season. I'm gonna kick all y'all's asses next year. Let me play. I'll fuck all y'all up. Well, he's in the basement too. One in three, seventh overall in the league. He lost 161. Point three eight to two twenty five point oh eight to our little hobbit Sam, who has a surprising after last season record of three and one, just behind me in second place in the division and fourth overall in the league. Man. I've been, been Yeah, Sam's actually been practicing in real life. He's thinking maybe if I actually go out and do the drills that the actual players <laughs> do and I reenact them in my living room with my boys. It's then working. I'll get real points, oh, and it's dude, apparently I, fucking working for him. I clapped up Walt. You did, no, you did. I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and the last game of the week saw our favorite resident trucker uh, getting his trucker ass pushed in. Yeah, yeah, you got you got pretty handily destroyed by Vinny. 
Uh, yeah. Half a meatball. Vinny's 4-0. He's the only other undefeated team in the league with Eric, and he is just behind Eric in his division at 4-0, but yet seated third overall because uh, division leaders are the top two seeds. Jesus um, Christ, man. For such a skinny guy, he can put an ass whooping down. He's, I tell you what, he's got himself a nice little – He's got himself a nice little team there, man. They're they're doing well for him. Now, yeah. as for the week five matchups, well, I told you I was coming for you and I'm fucking you up. And as you can see, I'm already up fifty points on you after your last night's game, and I'm slated to win by about eighty five. And I'm Holy gonna shit. I'm gonna make use of that ass open. And yeah, uh, Nick's Nick's about thirteen points up on Eric. Uh, it's a slated to be a very close game, two-point game between those two, 226 to 224. Nick's a mild favorite. Uh, Russ, you are a pretty decent heavy favorite against Anna. Yeah, but you know what? Wait, but here's the I'm, thing: you may be. I'm still 16. concerned. I'll find a way to lose it. <laughs> well, I would hate to have to report you for spousal abuse, so I'm hoping she comes back and kicks your ass. She, she very well may. I was telling her, I said, "You, I said, you might have the best chance of winning this week right now." <laughs> it's going against me. Uh, Vinny is going to be over there. Daddy, don't hit mommy. Daddy, don't hit mommy. Vinny, once again, is the highest projected score this week, and he's going up yeah. against Sam. Uh, Vinny's slated to win 283 to 251. However, Sam is leading right now 72 to 36. So we'll see how that plays out. You know, there's and a y'all, lot. You guys left. had a lot of people going last night. I think I had, I had, I had, I had, I had three, I had three players that. last night. Walt had three Did players you? last night. Sam, who um, won last night? You got some. I don't know, man. I don't look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just practices and reenacts, man. Yeah. He's like, I don't uh, care. <laughs> the last matchup is Jason's replacements going up against. <laughs> the last matchup is Jason's replacements <laughs> going up against Rob. Jason's two and two, uh, right at fifth in the league. He's going up against the one and three Rob. Uh, he's an eleven-point favorite. Neither one of them had any players play yet this week, so. Tune in oh, next man. Friday to the fantasy recap <clears throat> to see what happens. But yeah, that's that's I'm it. Spanked who? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm spanking the fuck out of Walt. Well, I hope I don't know. Honestly, between you and Walt, I don't know who talks more shit. But I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of <clears throat> well. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one, man. Here's the thing. I know. I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one that's backing it up, aren't I? Yeah. Now you are. Yes. Okay, now man. you are. <laughs> Give it okay, to you now. <laughs> he, he's the guy that talks shit, and a year later he comes back and goes, I'm ready to back it up now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody said I had to cash in immediately. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Josh yeah, that's the wrong game. Yeah. He's got the exactly. wrong game, yeah. Russ don't know nothing about no long game. It's all short oh, game man. for him. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the pinky brigade for me, my friend. We're just, you know, we just work with what we got. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So, That's everything we... I had. We are wrapped up. Uh, okay. Back to you. Ready? Ready for okay. some news, boys? Let's do this, baby. Not so really, our, but. Our first, uh, <laughs> we got Gundamania. We got a Crunchyroll. And then it says ex- gun- expansive Gundam licensing partnership. Do you guys, 
know the details about this? Basically, it sounds like what they're going to do is get the exclusive streaming deal for... They're, they're going to start putting all the Gundam series out on Crunchyroll. And it, that's for everything? Um, I need from to what I read, it, Yeah, from what I read, it's starting with the original series okay. on IBO, which is actually on Hulu right now, so I'm wondering how that's going to play out. Same with yeah. uh, Double O and a couple of the other ones. Um, I think Wing and Seed are going over there, too. It could be that... It could be that... Um, the stuff that Hulu has is about to be up, maybe. Yeah, it's... imagine too. According yeah. to the article, because it is the 40th anniversary of the original show, right. um, Damn, they have done this expansive partnership <clears throat> with Sunrise and uh, Satsu. Uh, man- they're managing the merchandising rights for five of their biggest titles across North and South America, UK, <clears throat> Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. It's going to be the original Mobile Suit Gundam, like Rob said, Wing, Seed, Double O, and IBO. I've never uh, watched. I've never seen Wing before. Is that? Oh is that any- no! Don't don't get Josh started. <laughs> Josh, if you're no, gonna watch Wing, yet. watch it before you watch anything else because it's yeah. not. Yeah. But, yeah. Add, yeah. but again, I've already watched IBO and I watched. Yeah, it. See if you've watched IBO already. The only yeah, th- I, the only other thing you can watch that's as good as IBO is Double O, and everything else is below it. What about Eighth MS Team? Do you like Eighth MS Team? Eighth MS Team is good. So but, is the original series. It's a little bit. I want to watch the original. I've never watched it all the way through, <laughs> like without missing episodes. I watched it like as a kid on Toonami. So I would watch the original one again. If you watch the original what? and remember it was done in like the seventies. It was well, right. forty years ago, seventy nine. So. Yeah. But yeah, what this is, it's not a broadcasting rights deal. It's a merchandising deal, according to this. Merchandise that they'll be able to look forward to, and it's going to be available exclusively through Crunchyroll's uh, online store. It's going to arrive in the form of everything from apparel to bags and accessories, mm-hmm. home decor, furnishings, uh, even lifestyle items like, I don't know, a personal back massager maybe, I don't know, uh, huh. food and more. My wife was Dude, a beam saber back massager. Or <clears throat> back massager. I just I, I just might be on board for that. I just yeah, want a barbiturist that could like scratch my back for me. <laughs> so you might get that. Um, dude, a back cool. scratcher with a barbatose claw on it for my child. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Dang, yeah. Awesome. Dude. That, I mean it's cool. It's good to see gun that we might get some um like Product products with gun, you know, that are Gundam themed instead of mm-hmm. like you know, because I mean, really, I I don't see that many other things where you know Gundam. You got Gundam kits. You might have a couple more things with state style at least. Yeah, they don't really put it. Yeah, that's right. Maybe they have more of it in Japan and stuff like that. <clears throat> I want to brush my teeth with Char Asnable. That'd be well, great. Might, um, <laughs> I maybe get some new eyes on it and then like like get get them a chance to see the. Uh, Original stuff, or maybe series they hadn't seen. That'd be cool. Yeah. But we got um, problem with Crunchyroll is they have a real problem getting their English dubs on there for whatever reason. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, That's they do. Uh, it takes them usually over a year to get them after they've been released. Well, then, a lot of these are already out. And yeah, yeah. I used to watch Naruto yeah. on Crunchyroll, and it would always I always end up having to watch it with subtitles first. <laughs> hey, if you're into Gundam and you got Hulu, 
I know they yeah. have both seasons of Iron Blooded Orphans. <laughs> They've got Double O. They've got Wing. They don't have yeah. Endless Waltz, I don't think, or maybe they uh, do. No, they they don't right anymore. Um, They've got Seed Remastered, but it's that subtitled. Seed Remastered, but it is subtitled. Yes. They've got 8th MS Team, and Unicorn is available on Netflix. There is a channel called Gundam Info that has a lot of the series that you can watch on YouTube for free. So if you've ever been curious about getting into Gundam, do yourself a favor and do it. Because, hey, we love it. It's a lot of fun. Big fucking robot-like mechs. Piloted by humans in conflicts that actually have a lot of weight to the stories. It's good fucking yes. stories. Well, fun fucking action. Iron Blooded Orphan is one of the best written and like anime I've ever watched. It, it was amazing, dude. Yeah. I, I love it. It was great. IBO and Double O are. Said, are go ahead, Rob. Say IBO and Double O are hands down my jam. Yeah. Those are probably I, see, I haven't seen Double O yet either. I need to see Double O. Well, and that's the thing is, it's not just the best written Gundam series, the two of yeah. them. It's like some of the best written series and of lying. Uh, yeah, I, I can, I get it. No, Good it's stuff. not a KO of Robotech or Boltron because they came first, and yeah. they have them yeah. both subtitled. Right. And dubbed, and the right. English dubs are actually really fucking good, especially yeah. on Double O, Eighth MS Team, IBO, Wings. Eh. Uh, but yeah, so Robotech so. and Voltron would be technically KOs of Gundam. No, not <laughs> yeah. really and they're all KOs of Mazinger and Super funny. Robots, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, they're they're all just products of the whole Super Robot genre from. <laughs> The seventies. It was a booming time for big bots. <laughs> because big hey. bots are fucking awesome, and I yeah, love right. big bots. What about you guys? I love yeah, big bots, I, and I cannot lie. I can <laughs> lie, man. You guys, you guys, ready to move on? Yeah, yeah let's do it, man. We're All right. Next. So next up, we got the the Lazarus loot crate. Um, Neca Neca buys loot crate, and I'm gonna say before anyone else or before we get into it, their first little couple things they've announced. Got me super interested. So yeah. they, they showed, um, um, dang, I forget what one of them was, but the one that I'm buying, and this will be my first Loot Crate purchase, is they have the, um, it's like a the, the their little six-inch splinter, but it's like from the 90, from the 90 movie where he, um, like, oh, a the, the, um, where they had him tied up. No, no, no. It, well, so it's that toy, but the, it's like, he's like blue, translucent plastic. So it looks oh, like when they're all like meditating, yeah, and he appeared over the fire. So that that's what it is, and I'm I'm buying it. That, that's kind of cool, actually, man. <laughs> well, and, and watching awesome. what they're doing with this shit, it's kind of cool because they're kind of moving towards uh, a more of a crowdfunding type system. Hey, it's cool with me, man. If if I can get it, I get give me it any way I can get it. You know? Yeah, it's they they're changing the name to something else. Loot something. I think they but, should keep that name in some way. They did. Or it, 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 the, they're dropping the crate, and I think it's like loot deals or some shit like that or something. Because yeah, I feel, I feel like that—that's a strong name. You know what I mean? Like people—that's a recognizable name. So I feel like they would want to keep that. Well, a lot and, of people got burned by loot crate too. That's the other problem. Oh, was, oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, and we talked about that. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, god, yeah, I've got burned on before. Yeah, you got five of the same Gundam kit, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Fuckers. Well, not just that. A lot of people weren't getting their last <clears throat> few boxes, and they they weren't able to cancel. They were they continually well, getting charged. And whenever um, whenever we, we we first talked about this or saw this story, I was like, I'm a silly. What, are, what what's NECA doing? But after seeing their first couple of things they're putting out, I'm like, okay, that's what they're doing. And and, yeah. and, I, and I'll co-sign it. And NECA's funny because a lot of times when they announce something, they've already got it figured out and, and right. ready to go. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, like with this example, they announced it. And then next thing you know, they got the figures are already done. You know, they're going to be ready to ship out soon. So they, they do have quick turnarounds with things like that. And they, they do have, because like, I think people forget that they're a really small company. They're not, yeah, they're not Bandai. They're not. Well, you know why though? It's because of, for a small company, they, they get a lot done. You know. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and because I mean, of that, they just have to be really creative with mm-hmm. their licensing and how they get stuff out, man. I just yeah. found that they're changing it to uh, the Loot Company. That's what they're changing. Okay. The Loot Company. Okay. Yeah, well, I feel like they should keep that name in some way, but. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I'm sure they'll find a way to maximize its potential because they seem to be that that a company, like you said, is they're a small company and they mm-hmm. they maximize everything they they, they need to do. You know, um, yeah. I, I love the licenses. They seem to they seem to do pretty well with uh, any license they get a hold of. They, yeah, for sure. You know, they do a lot with it, and then, you know, and that's awesome. I mean, Neca's Neca's always makes good shit. Yeah, and if, even if it's just. It, this is like I mean we're in the post Toys R Us era, mm-hmm. so it's like companies got to be kind of a cr- little bit more creative and crafty with how they get these some of these exclusives out. Yeah, it's a hell of. I mean, they struck that deal with Target, man. You know, and it's cool because Target's I, not getting it done because like none I, of the targets anywhere near me. It's weird, like you how going not, not had them, and, and, yeah. and they 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 moved they moved the turtle stuff, um, the, yeah. the like the predator Godzilla stuff. I don't pay as much attention to, but it's always stocked at least. So I'll say that. That's that's what I noticed too. Most of them I go to, they always have some stuff at least, <clears> just <throat> something there, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean I know I know a lot, I always see lots of predators. <laughs> I'm like okay, yeah. predators are covered. Um. You know, you, you might see a uh, Jason or Fry or Freddy Krueger or something like that. You know, and you know, but anyway, hey, man, I'm, I'm I'm just happy to see Neca have some shelf presence somewhere. Yeah, me, yeah. me too, man. And like I said, it, it's po- it's got to be hard post Toys R Us. But what they did was they basically yeah. took that same amount of shelf space that they had at Toys R Us and just yep. moved it to Target, which which I, I hope is working because, like I said, the Ninja Turtle stuff moved at my Target. <coughs> and, you know, I'm like it was there, and then I'd go back, and then be gone. So that's yeah. a good thing, you know. Yeah, that they're really moving that product, and people want the stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, and the idea that they're going with this whole crowdfunding piece by piece things. Kind yeah. Of well, hey, what did, what, what what does that look like? How does that work? Basically, it's they're going to put up the the pre order for whatever figure it is that they're they're looking to do, or okay. whatever, and it's going to be a short term. If we hit this money, we'll make it, and then. It's it's basically a small scale crowdfunding. So, yeah. So, I mean, yes. like for, for somebody, yeah. raise your laptop they, just uh, to say. Um, for for a company like NECA, you know, I'm not I'm okay with them doing that just just because. Um, How's that better? Well, I mean, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm okay with any company, big or small, doing a crowdfunded thing because if you want it, pay for it, and if you don't want it, you're gonna have to pay the late tax or whatever. But I think especially right. for a small company like NECA, and for these exclusive things, which usually are repaints or more more niche things of products that have already been put out, they can't they can't just do the mass release with them. <laughs> Yeah, especially when it's something that's probably not going to move as well, but because it's a smaller quantity, that's going to create more demand for it. And, of course, you know, that's where that leak tax comes in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm I'm fine with crowdfunding, too. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't mind it as long as it's not like... Uh, yeah, as long as it's not, you know, this multi-billion dollar corporation selling right. an oversized... Thing pieces of shit that, go ahead that's what you can say well i mean i don't like i don't like the aesthetic i'm sure the build quality will be fine fine but, yeah but mm. hey you know let's not even uh let's not even we, wanna, we, 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 we don't want to go down that path we don't want to go down that path at all yeah we'll beat that horse another day i yeah. agree so yeah, yeah good, big up good up to NECA figuring yeah. out new ways to get their stuff out so our next story Oh, man, EE, before you go into that, EE said if they do a crowdfunding for a NECA Aliens APC, he would jump back in. What is that? Is that the little troop carrier? That was the the armored uh, troop carrier that they had on the planet when they went in that Ripley wrecked. And afterwards, Bill Bill Paxton was like, game over, man, game over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, that'd be cool if they could pull something off like that. Yeah, that Splinter is going to look dope, too. They're doing it on their loot launcher. That's that crowdfunding. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Oh, um, how, mu- how much is that to get in on that? I think 50, 50. or 60 bucks. It's 49.99. Okay. Mm. And does it, Rob, does it just come with that figure, or does it come with, like, a bunch of other shit? Uh, it's the f- the whole ghost uh, Splinter in the fire. Okay. Okay, that's uh, it's like an LED campfire base and all that. Oh, okay. So I think for that for that light up feature, I think that's that's a good deal. Or that's yeah, a went, fair price. Yeah, and dude, and from the pictures, wow. it looks really cool. And yeah, it looks fantastic. Oh damn, yeah. Lowry just sent me a picture in Messenger. I saw a message that he did in the chat, and I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. that's that's pretty tremendous. And I tell you what. <laughs> We'll just screen share it so everybody can see it. Why not? Yeah. Um, there we go. And boom. There it is. The yeah, splinter that is, is cool. pretty the holo the holographic spirit splinter in the campfire. Look at, that big, look at that big Nickelodeon sticker at the bottom. Hey, that's okay. Yeah, I know. That was a new line <laughs> joint back in the day. But Nickelodeon does own the property now. So, Yep. That looks okay. good. Uh, what's the deadline on it? Does anybody know? 18 days? Or okay, cool. I got, I got a little bit of time. 44 days left. Yeah, 40 November 18th. days. It comes with the shirt, too. Oh, so it's November 18th? Yeah. Oh, I'll totally get in on that then. Mm-hmm. That's, That's after TF cool. kind of gives me a little bit of a little bit of a <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I, you guys, man, I've just been every extra dollar I have, I've just been putting into a little 
little TFCon fun, man. I, I, I don't he, find shit. He's going to show up to TFCon with one of them big old water jugs full of pennies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to slam it on somebody's table. That's too funny. <laughs> I can tell I you who Ted to slam it on, but uh, we won't say that on the show. <laughs> God. I just read this. I was, I was looking at him like elder, elderly, elderly man complaining about kids today. Shocker! I clicked <laughs> on it. As an elderly man, all right. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, we'll get in the next door, which is what Russ said. Elderly man complaining about kids today. Um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese. This is an interview, I guess. Um. They one of the Joker premieres. They they yeah. brought up the Marvel movies, and he said, and "Odds really said I tried, you know, uh, but that's not cinema." And he said, "Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can do under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't cinema of human beings trying to convey, trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being." Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't buy I don't know. There was some pretty emotional and psychological shit in the MCU movies. I don't know what the hell he's I talking about. Man. Well, he, I, I think he hasn't seen them. He yeah. seems like one of those guys that would look at you and say, "Comic books aren't real stories." Yeah, fuck like, off, like Bill Maher. Um, uh, here's mm-hmm. the thing: I've always enjoyed, for the most part, Scorsese's work. Some <laughs> of his right. films are absolutely fucking brilliant. But Absolutely. don't you dare sit there and tell me, as good as The Departed was, uh, you know, and it was good, it wasn't mm-hmm. deep. Come on now. No. Uh, it was no. It was absolutely a, a very fun <laughs> movie, and there was cool shit that happened in it, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't anything to fucking write home about. But it just shows yeah. me, like, I got more emotion out of the MCU movies, Infinity War and Endgame, than I did The Departed. I love mm-hmm. The Departed. I own it. I own all three of those movies, but I didn't fucking cry during The Departed. You no. know? But he's out. I met man too. <laughs> I did. <laughs> For what? No. Uh, dude, I cried AT&T fucking long distance commercials. Fuck you. But here's the thing. Not everybody that pays to go to a movie wants to sit there and analyze the dog shit out of it. Some people want to go to a movie to just have fun and escape. Well, that's what, you know what? Even, that's what even, even that being said, Josh, I think the Marvel movies have done a really good job of, of balancing that with with, yeah. with you know popcorn movie, but they always have um emotional roots. Like I haven't I haven't experienced a Marvel movie that, that didn't give me some type of emotional connection to the characters. You know, not yeah. that I haven't seen every one of them, but what this sounds like to me is another example of someone commenting on it without experiencing it. Like, I'm sure he might have... Like, I don't know what Marvel movie yeah. he saw. Yeah. Like, even even Iron Man 1, like, well, literally where this all started, I don't know how you could watch that and even say what he said. Yeah, know? no shit. You know, I, the way I could look at it, too, is I don't want to go and see a groundbreaking masterpiece at every goddamn time I watch a movie. Sometimes I just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And That's a good point. I, the MCU pulls all of that off. 
Yeah. yeah. They I entertain me right. and, and they, they have that emotional piece. You know? I, yeah. I, I think sometimes guys like this, though, mm-hmm. like, I know he's a big dog in Hollywood. He's huge. I get mm-hmm. it. But, like, don't stand, like, literally, don't be like the old grandpa. You don't, you're not doing it. Don't do it right. Yeah, that, that, that's what it's going to like, man. That's it. Yeah. Two billions you know. of dollars says yeah. that it was fucking fine, Mr. Scorsese. Exactly. Yeah. And the irony <laughs> is that a lot of people that are probably fans of his movies also are fans of these movies, too. So, what's that mean? What's that well, say and, about your and, movies? And, and the you funny know? thing is, is he's doing this and, prom- like, he's talking on the red carpet promoting a comic book movie. Right. You know what I mean? In, in, in this Joker movie, yeah, it's a different take. Yeah, it's a more grounded take. Yeah, it's a more character-focused take. But you could find a whole slew of comic book movies that did that same thing already. I so, totally agree. And, and it is a thing where where people are dismissive of the genre. They always have been. Yep. You know, but the good thing is, as as time moves forward, it's a smaller and smaller group of people. Well, yeah, because these old fucks are dying out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> let them. Let them. Like, sounds bad, but exactly. We are the shit. generations who grew up on this shit, who grew up yeah. with the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and the Avengers. And we are living a dream right now, seeing our favorite characters in such an, a phenomenal franchise. Yeah, with, 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 with such careful hands. And, and, and yeah. you know, like you hear, you hear oh, it's, it's too comic booky. That to me, it, it, comic books—they're a medium. That—that's that'd be the same as saying it's too booky or yeah, TV-ish or movie-ish. You know, so it's it's, it's you can't you can't put that that broad blanket comment for an entire medium of storytelling. Man, it's a unique sto- medium for storytelling. Um, and within that medium, you have every every genre is covered. Every uh story structures covered so yeah. it's just that dismissive comment that to me comes from an ignorance of it yeah actually that's why I, was, I think you're right he comes he how many i mean how many easy yeah he admits it he says he's never been able to finish i guess start it i guess he'll start it and not be able to finish it well, well here's you know, the, the same narrative came across a couple of years ago with video mm-hmm. games and mm-hmm. how video and, and, and that, that's a that's another medium yeah, how video games can't tell a story that's worth a shit, and video games can't be art, and both God. of those are wrong. Oh, very video, that's video games. Oh, yeah, man. it's just a rehash of that same argument. There's some of the some of the best storytelling I've seen. Honest to God, has been in video games. Yeah, so fucking lootly. I can the God of the whole God of War trilogy blew my fucking mind. It's all yeah. it's crazy and it's nuts, but it's a great story. And Anybody, the way they incorporate this character into the mythology is amazing. Anybody yeah. who says video games can't tell a good story have never yeah, picked up a Final Fantasy game, have never picked oh, up a hell, War yeah. game, yeah. have never yeah. fucking played the Mass Effect series, have never yeah. dove into any of that shit. Yeah. The, and the best part about that is is it throws you in the story. You yeah. are part of the narrative. With your character, and, it, and then you got games like The Last of Us, and you've got like, yeah. I mean, these are games that are like, I mean, they're they're story driven. That's what they're about. They're story driven entirely, and it's like something that, that he did mention, you know. And it's like I know it's like, yeah, these movies, they're visual effects heavy, and and they do get that that blockbuster label yeah. to them. But he he mentioned like, um, what do you say? I'm not reading what he said. 
trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences. So like in all these movies, it's like that that to me is what makes a good movie. It doesn't matter what the genre is. I want to I, I need to see myself in these characters or just connect to them in some way. And I've been able to do that with pretty much every Marvel movie. Not with every single character, but um you know it's 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 just like when when you see those those when you understand the characters and, and you see yourself in them and you relate to them, you give a shit what happens to them. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I've got that. The MCU has done a damn good job yeah. of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I haven't always, I, have, I sometimes I've, I've not enjoyed the way they've taken some of the movies and some of that, but I've still enjoyed every movie. Yeah. Take that yeah. Now. Every but, one of them I've enjoyed. There's not one. I mean, I'll, I'll use, yeah. I'll use them. I mean, Tony Stark is an example. It's like, you, you see in him that like at, at the end of Endgame, you know, like that that just complete selflessness, but it's almost like a reluctant selflessness. Yeah. Like we all have to relate to. Yeah. Sure. I mean, because it's like in, in a way, like we'd all do do anything for our friends, for our families, but at the same time we still do have those like self serving motivations. Of course. Everyone does. But at right? the end you do the right thing, you know, and, and that's yeah. that's what he did. And, and that, 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 yeah. that to me is, is, is a super strong emotional beat from that, from literally 11 years of movies. Yeah. So, so to say that, to, to just dismiss it because of the origins of character, I, I think it's, I think it just speaks to your ignorance of the, of the genre. Well, and here you have it. Like, Sam, it Sam says Martin Scorsese is ignorant. To be fair, Everyone on this planet is ignorant about many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's a lot true. of things that each of us are ignorant about that others of us know lots about. I mean, yeah, shit. the problem is just one your entire I mean, business, like, your entire Russ, career has been. Russ, what's it like to be a loser? Because I wouldn't know. No, I'm, I don't know, man. It's, it's, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> <like, wow. laughs> just lost last week, you schmuck. No, Here's no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. You lost. Uh, no, no. lose again. <laughs> it's coming up. So here's the thing, though. His entire livelihood has been about making movies. And yeah. one thing I've learned is no matter what industry you're in, you should know your competition. That is mm-hmm. his competition. These are billion-dollar franchises. See, Rob, yeah. the problem is a guy like him, he, he is so critically acclaimed and so high-brow and high-end, I think he doesn't look at him as competition. I think he looks at, he looks he looks down on movies like that. I think he and does, because he does such dramatic stuff and such critically acclaimed movies, and it's like, that's great and all, but don't sit there and because, don't sit, because this isn't, this, because this genre of movie isn't like something you do, don't dismiss it, yeah. and that's what he's doing. He's, well, some of the biggest fucking failures have been large companies looking down on their smaller competitors. I agree. Their ass agree. rate when that small competitor kind of comes in and uh, well, here's the, fucks them here's up. The thing. This isn't a small competitor, though. You better recognize, dude. This is, this this is a like, multi-billion dollar franchise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Gigantic. You know, so I mean, the it's so silly. He's he's such an old cranky old man. And that, that that's for us. That that's what it sounds like to me. Because like I could, if he like, there, there's definitely with Marvel, with any movie franchise, singular movie. There's there's definitely valid criticisms to be made. But sure. This this does sound like that typical, 
um, these kids today, right? And, and, and the stuff that they're doing today, like jealousy. Yeah. Or, or it, I think, I think what, it, what it comes across to me, Rob, is that he does um, see them as a threat, and, and so he's making these dismissive type comments about. Them. Very good. Let's say that they're not, you know. Like again, and so, so yeah, it's like it's like trying to downplay how they're, the significance of the other movies. But, but I think saying, if, yeah. if you were a guy like him, what you should be doing is saying, okay, what these movies they obviously appeal to a lot of people. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? What are they doing yeah. right? Right. You know? I, agree. I agree. your competition and figure out what they're doing right. Yeah, because yeah. all that stuff you said about the the lack of human connection or whatever, like the Marvel movies have that in spades. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree totally. They and do. Without that, I mean, here's a perfect example: the Transformers movies, the live action Transformers movies. They yeah. are they are the big blockbuster visual effects, but without any any care. character, like any character connection. You know, it's like yeah, I know. That, that is what he's he's talking about. That, but Marvel yeah. is not that. No, not it's definitely not. And they, they never have been, and I don't think it, they ever will be. Those character, characters in Marvel movies connect to you in so many ways, dude. Whether it be mm-hmm. being kind of funny, well, they're or being they're, they're serious, and compassionate, caring. They're, they're likable. They're endearing. Yeah. Well, and here's the crazy part: they it, were taking B and C list characters and making you fall in love with them. Yeah, Iron yeah, Man. Happy, yeah, Iron, well, Iron Man was a B list character. Mm-hmm. Fucking Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. I, and it doesn't take a lot, a lot of screen time, I'll say. And, and I'll, I'll probably mention this later, but, um, you know, in, in comic books, written books, Jonathan Hickman in a couple panels with a couple lines of dialogue can establish a character and what motivates him. And that's what Marvel has kind of done a good job of doing is, is without – tons of screen time just establishing characters right those those, those kind of side characters but i mean we're, we're gonna keep seeing this until we don't anymore and like josh said like these old dudes are fucking dying off and yeah i know right soon enough anyway <laughs> yeah. let's be real someday we're all gonna be the old dudes saying get off my lawn too but dude i don't i don't think i don't i don't know i have made an emotional commitment to never be that dude Yes, I always, agree with you. always try to understand <laughs> what the younger generation's into or what they're doing. And I, I try. I do I try. find myself failing in some of the music that me my too. I, I yeah, try my best. It's really harder as I get older, but but I, I whenever I hear people talk like that, like I'm like, like I cringe inside. So yeah. I, I'm I'm very, very um committed to not being that dude. But I think it's because know. I. You never I know. Like, 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 I look, I try to, I try to understand kids yeah. today, but a lot, but it's just like, I, I really have a hard time because they just, I don't know. I, I, to me, kids are so much smarter now than we were when we were kids. They're like really smart, you know, even, yeah. even the dumb ones are smart. Realistically, the kids these days have a device in their pockets that has access to literally all the information Good in point. the world. Right. And <laughs> and maybe maybe that's a definite advantage. I'll give you that. That's true. Hey, well, no. come on now. Let's not get carried away. I love my daughter, and she's she's smart about a lot of things. But right. I've got this sure. electroluminescent panel, an EL panel. It's basically a big flat LED strip, right? <laughs> it's about four square. She 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 walked in here today and she's like, "Was well, Dad got that piece of cheese plugged in?" 
<laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, why is it so flat? It looks like cheese. And we oh, just said, yeah, it's electric cheese. It's so, electric cheese. And she probably oh. just walked in the room all confused. Like, all right, yeah, we're yeah. dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hate it. To hit on a comment that uh, Eric Burgess in the chat said he don't know if you can call Iron Man a B-list character. Dude, prior to the MCU, he was very much yeah. a B and C-list I, character. I think yeah, you're I think right. It's, it's just... You got to think, kind of go back to that time because I think for Marvel in 2007, 2008, I think A list was Spider Man and X Men. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's, it's just that, that, that moment where he came in or when right. they introduced him, I think. But, I mean, um, think about that, man. That, that is tough. That's, that's tough. Remember even the, the Avengers I, would have been B-list at that point for the most part. Yeah. And remember the MCU, before they got Spider-Man, okay, actually got Spider-Man to be able to put him in the MCU, Iron Man was the big dog. Yeah. You know, it was Iron Man is made to be like the, the, the guy, you know, it's like, so he was the I don't know, man. one of the Avengers. Yeah, and they've definitely, I agree with you guys, though. I remember a time when I, I didn't give a fuck about Iron Man. <laughs> I did it. I, I always kind of liked Iron Man because I always liked Tony Stark. It was Tony Stark was kind of my Batman. He's the yeah. rich fucking playboy that's, with all the cool toys. That's exactly what it reminded me of too. But mm -hmm. I just, I just didn't, I just didn't enjoy him as much as I did like you know X Men and all these other yeah. cool characters. No, he just didn't do it for me. But See, I, I, always like had, <laughs> I always had a soft spot for the C-listers and the, oh, the, I got you. the underdogs, like Darkhawk and shit. I was a Darkhawk I think like a, like a, a proper C-list would be um, like the Guardians of the Galaxy. So right. I remember, even when they announced that, it's like, what the fuck are they doing, man? Like, yeah, but you know what's funny about that is, you know, I, yeah, I didn't know much about the Guardians now, of the Galaxy either. And I, Dude. <laughs> They announced that movie, and I had a goddamn Obi-Wan Kenobi moment. I haven't Whoa. heard that name in a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, so we can... I guess we'll, we'll keep it moving. So this yeah. is next one, R.I.P. to RPG. You want to speak on this, Rob and Josh? I'm going to take a leap. So <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> if you've never played at, like Mario RPG Super... Or, uh, the Paper Mario Sticker Star or Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Dash. These are like Mario-based role-playing games that are dope. Like they're really good, solid storylines, funny, fun to play. They're the company that was doing them filed for bankruptcy. Mm. Alpha Dreams, man. And dude, if you've never played them, you have to go try at least one of them. If, I, I I'd recommend. If you have a 3DS or a DS, grab the uh, Bowser and Luigi's Inside uh, Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story. That's probably the the best one that isn't Mario RPG from the Super Nintendo, and it's probably one of the easiest ones to get. But yeah, apparently they went under. Rip to them, bitch, it sucked. That does suck. And you think it'll be somebody in another, maybe another developer to come along and pick up the pick up the ball for that? I, I actually see Nintendo doing it on their own. Yeah, they really. Okay. I, I I would bet at this okay. point because they've been such good sellers. Like that's yeah. why I don't understand why they're going bankrupt. These games sell oh. well. You know, though, I would tell you sometimes you can have a great business that that should be doing well, but if it's mis, if it's not run properly, and there's a lot of mismanagement. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's the case, but it could be. You know, there's so many. I mean, 
Anything go wrong? Look at the Telltale situation last year. Mm -hmm. Same same kind of thing. You know, they switched ownership or upper management, one of the things, and they went from being profitable and all of a sudden broke and shuttered. And, you know, uh, Robert Kirkman's studio came in and actually uh, funded and got the last two parts of their last Walking Dead game done and completed. Yeah, just so they could get it out and get it finished and get it out. That's... I mean, dude, it's it's it's, uh, it's crazy how that happens because you know you, you can have a successful company and 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 you're like how how it how could it go under? They should be doing great. And like I said, there's so many things that ha- can happen. You know, I mean, shit. <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, I'd I'd be interested know? to see what the actual reasoning behind. Yeah, it is. me 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 too, actually, because it sounds like. There's no need. There's no reason. There shouldn't be a. This shouldn't happen. Let's put it that way. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. But hopefully, Nintendo will pick up the reins and do some cool shit with it. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's all Nintendo-based characters. So, right. I'm sure Nintendo will. N- Nintendo. I don't know. Nintendo seems to, especially with Nintendo-based characters. Nintendo likes to control their own shit too. Yeah. So I'm surprised. You know, I'm surprised they have let other. Game developers do that shit, but I, but I'm sure under a watchful eye, you know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Nintendo's kind of hard, hardcore like that. They like to be in control of it, but they got I mean, it hard back in the CDI era with the yeah. whole Mario and Zelda games that they allowed over there. But uh-huh. so ever since then, they've been real gun shy. But this developer's done good by them. Yeah. But I know I was... Nintendo's trying to pull more <laughs> shit back in house too. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because they end because again because they want to have maybe a tighter hold on on stuff, you know. Yeah. Which I get that. I mean, makes sense. All right. What's up, Sam? What's next? All done with that. Um, I think so. Oh, next we have desperate high school kid tries to save his parents' marriage. So apparently, <laughs> apparently Tom Holland uh, took a very vocal role with the. CEO of Sony and Disney um, to to kind of just put the Spider-Man stuff together. So I'll just read what they said here. Um, said the star himself reportedly engaged in personal outreach directly with both Disney CEO Bob Iger, Sony Film Chairman Tom Rothman, urging them to not let the licensing and financial details of both companies' Spider-Man relationships get in the way of giving fans a character they want. So. I think that that is speaks well of Tom Holland. I do, yeah. too. dude. I, I can't like that guy any more than I already do. Yeah, I know, man. He's a cool kid, man. I think well, he's a cool kid, and he cares about what he does, man. Yes, you said it. He cares about what he's doing. You know, I think you I realize mean, how important it is to people. You know, yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, really, really, he he could he could take take it as I'm just an actor doing a role. I don't care who who has it as long as I get paid and I do my role. But he actually cares about you know the the the, the content. He cares, he cares about, about what he's doing. Too. Yeah, he cares about the fans. I think that that has to be a big part of it, man. And I always thought it'd be funny if like for like the Disney or let's say like he has to do like he has to be in Venom two or whatever. Like what if he just like intentionally got like super fat and just like look like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Then, so we're like, gonna get a fat Thor version of Spidey. <laughs> yeah, dude. But then like, for the Damn. for the MCU ones, like he like would get right and, <laughs> and act his ass off. 
trying to imagine Spider-Man with a big fat beer belly. Kind of funny. You watched into the Spider-Verse. Dude, hey, that's yeah. me. That's me, man. That's me right now in my life. Except I'm just not divorced. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Don saw Nets. the pictures. I think you're safe on that front. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's really. I mean, it's cool though. I mean, it's it's fun. It's refreshing to see a uh, an actor, you know, step up and say, "Hey, you know, actually put put some energy <laughs> into saying, let's get something done." You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Because I mean, like, like. You know, Sony could just be like, fuck you, we're going to recast you, but I think... Uh, I think that people oh, would revolt if they did that right yeah, now. And, yeah. I, and I think, and I mean, I'm hoping this is a good thing, but I'm, I'm thinking that that's going to be harder and harder to do is people get more used to this Marvel kind of model to, to their movies, you know, with everything being interconnected. Oh, it's so funny because my, my daughter's a huge Tom Holland fan. Like, mm-hmm. and I asked her, I'm like, okay, you you love these Spider-Man films, but what happens if this uh, all falls apart? Tom Holland isn't the Spider-Man anymore. She goes, then I guess I don't watch Spider-Man. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> and but, hey, and that's the real dude. And, and and that that's like, yeah, it's like, it's just one kid, Rob. But I mean, that that's one kid. You know, when when they're asking their parents to go see a movie, they're gonna spend their money elsewhere. Yeah. You know, so well, it's, it's like it's like those, those little opinions like that, which people are just like, "Oh, fuck it, it doesn't matter." But like, they, know, they do matter because that that's money going. That's money mm-hmm. going somewhere else. Man. There's no doubt that he definitely brings in a fan base that probably we might not have had. We might not have in, into these into the you know having interest in Spider Man without him. Yeah, you know, yeah. we would you wouldn't have probably some of these younger kids being interested in it so much. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. That's the thing, like, her and a couple of her friends, they're they are not nerdy. Like, Sabriel right. arguably a little bit more nerdy than the rest of them just because she lives here. Yeah, so <laughs> is surrounded by it more. You but, know? you know, like, she doesn't like the other Spider-Man flicks. She didn't like right. Spider-Man at all until Tom Holland. And then, mm-hmm. that's, like, her whole friends group all said the same thing. Well, if he's not in it, we don't want to watch it. And, and then, then they started throwing out a couple other guys who I have I have no idea who they are. Yeah. The <laughs> teen kid shit. I yeah. Okay. But yeah, it, it, it is. I I hope this um. You know, just kind of the way this deal worked out, I think shows that both Disney and Sony are willing to play ball to make this work. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man. I still haven't watched Venom, and I don't. I don't think I will. I literally have the Blu-ray oh, sitting I'm on top of my right now, I just, and I, I I'm telling you, Sam, you should check it me. out, dude. And it'll it'll be a night where I'm sitting at home, and you know, my kids are asleep, and I'm like, I got two hours to watch a movie. I would literally rather watch a movie I've already seen. I'm the most judgmental. I know ass. Is good. I'm telling you, I'm the most judgmental asshole when it comes to movies. I had, and I judge them before I've even seen them. I'm like, oh, they're great. No, look like shit, I'm not watching it. But you, oh, you, you like some caught. shit that I don't like, and, and I like some shit that you don't like. So I think yeah, <laughs> you, know, you might you might have a good point there. That's a good point. I think we might just have different <laughs> tastes. You know? he's, he's gonna bring up the whole fucking Rogue One one Rogue One thing again. Here we I go. <laughs> you know, not what everybody knows you love that talk. movie. My name yeah, says of it all. I do. You adore it. You know, hey, sp- speaking on that real quick, Esteban was on Rogue One, or not on Rogue One. The force sensitive, sensitive and, and, he, yeah. and he didn't, um, he didn't publicly shame Russ. So, ah, oh, thank God, somebody leave me, left me the fuck alone. <laughs> I want my, I want my fifty dollars back. No, I'm joking. 
I want my fifty dollars back, Esteban. I'm just gonna claim that you didn't ship ship the item. You just didn't do it, Esteban. He's gonna he's gonna he expects a full refund. <laughs> nah, kudos to like I said, kudos to them. I'm I'm glad you were able to work something out though, because yeah, man, me too. And I, and I yeah, hope if, they, they keep playing ball in the future. Yeah, yeah. if they. I think the idea is they they want to they want to do it in the right way. They're trying they want to do an exit strategy for him. Oh, this from is the MCU and into I guess, I think Sony's trying to create their own Spider Verse kind of you know. Yeah, I, I, I'd be okay if they do it right, but well, I tell you what, a way got to a good example. Right, well, a way to do it right is to take get get you know find a way to properly get him, remove him from the MCU and put him in this. You know, I mean, there's they got the whole multiverse thing they can do. You know, so I don't know. Well, and Spider-Man has such a long story and, and, and history arc to pull from. I mean, they could yeah. work him in with Venom. They've got Carnage sure. coming. We know that for sure. You know, yep. Spider-Man has probably Ooh, that, the biggest rogues thing, gallery man. ever. No, well, he does. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, up, up there with Batman. It is. You know, I, I would say. I would say if there's uh, if there's one that has a, a rose gallery that's close to Batman, it's, uh, it's Spider Man. Yeah, I mean Batman's got the best one, the best rose gallery. But I think that Spider Man's close. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, we got. Uh, hello there. Yeah. We got a director for Obi Wan now. Hello there. Sure. And, and this is this for the Obi Wan show on on, on Disney Plus, uh, right? I'm trying to think. Is this? Is she? This, so this the director. Let me, let me read the get the important stuff. So her name is Deborah Chow, and right. she she directed um, some of the Mandalorian. I'm trying to find find this shit. No, no, she did all of it or some of it. And then I'm also trying to figure out if she's doing all of Obi Wan or just some of it. So, but I'll say. That if, if any time a series like this has one director from the beginning to the end, I think that, that that's a huge <coughs> win. That's a right. huge uh, yeah. win. You know? I, I would agree. Because it feels like a, just a long ass movie, you know? Yeah, and and, when, and, you're, and you're getting us you're getting the same like uh, the, you know, this the person who can. They have their idea. They have their idea and what they how they yeah, want to play. Yeah, and, and that's the thing because even yeah. even if it's not not exactly what you'd want to see, right? I think if, if they can tell their story mm-hmm. from beginning to end, you're gonna you're gonna get a better series out of that. So the only example I can think of is um, the first season of True Detective. It was the same director, yeah. and because of that, every episode felt the same. Um, well, yeah, it, it felt like it was from the same mind, the same mind. It felt like you could see yeah. one episode going. And, and, and what it is, like, connected. that was a good. It's a good show, by the way. When, when a new episode <laughs> started, you didn't have to spend the first ten minutes getting your bearings. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I so like, a lot of times when they switch directors, like you got to spend a little bit of, of time at the beginning, yeah. trying to come back from the last episode, but still trying to figure yeah. out this this new director, and I. Yeah. I can't stand that shit, dude. I think it should be the standard to say, yeah, you're you're, you're if you're gonna commit to the season, or you're doing the whole thing. But from everything I'm reading here, I mean, it sounds like she's doing the whole thing. Yeah, um, a different director sometimes can really send the story like swinging in a whole other direction. Yeah, so it's kind of. I mean, some people would say that the Last Jedi I, had that kind of thing happen a little bit. Where well, it, I I think you know, with, with this, I, I'm I'm. 
I really only notice it in TV. You know, with movies, I kind of expect it, but like, like Daredevil season one. Yeah. Like some, I I loved that. I loved it, and like from from beginning to end. But there, were, there were a couple episodes where like some of the fight scenes, like when he was fighting that ninja dude in the warehouse, like I thought that that fight scene was just like looked kind of hokey. <laughs> you didn't like that? Oh come on! No, no like the like the, the the overhanging light and shit, like swinging back. I don't know, man. It's it like that that all felt cheesy, and like it's when it was like, effect, cut, man. Come on. It was, like cut the slow motion, he gets cut and be like. Which with in with how strong that series was, I I just remember watching that episode and I was like, "What's going on? What's happening? Something's different." Is this taking a turn for the worse? Like that's what I was thinking. And and it's like I I finished the series and and, and like I said, loved the whole thing, loved the whole season. But that was jarring to me, you know. And I think if they would have just found a director kept kept them on from the beginning to end it would have been a better well most most tv shows don't have one strip one single director for the whole thing yeah and, that's rare and, and she's you, you she's not better than us, you know yeah she's she's not directing the entire series she only directed according to imdb two episodes of the mandalorian okay um okay but she has also directed uh episodes of the man in the high castle on amazon I heard that's good. Uh, uh, yeah. An episode of Better Call Saul, uh, Lost in Space on Netflix, which was really good. Oh, she directed that? A uh, one episode. Oh. Uh, she's directed an episode of Jessica Jones, uh, okay. a few episodes of that Fear of the Walking Dead spinoff, uh, an episode of Iron Fist, episode of Mr. Robot. So she's got experience working with other writers and directors, and directing um you know projects where she's only working on a couple episodes here and there but the episodes are in very good series and you know good episodes so i mean i'm 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 cool with it i'm i'm looking forward to see what she does sure yeah yeah um i just support that show period but (laughs) yeah i i i um haven't looked this much forward to a TV show in a long time. I'm definitely yeah, looking more forward to this than The Mandalorian. Oh, I don't know. About uh, this I, I, I think know. I'm looking forward to The Mandalorian more, but but I, well, I'm, I, not, I I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm really excited yeah. about that, and I got high hopes. But Obi Wan, I, I just hold him so, so near and dear. I just well, love yeah, he's, McGregor. He's, like my, he's <laughs> my he's my favorite Jedi, dude. Like, there's no Me other too, Jedi yeah. that I love more than him. He's great. Um, to me, I, I'm one of the people that says like you know I hear people always say how the the prequels were basically Anakin Skywalker's tale, you know, and, to, and I and I said, yeah, I guess they were, but they were kind of Obi Wan's tale too, you know. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan was right there the whole way <laughs> for the most part, and you kind of see him right there with him the whole step of every step of the way. And I said, so it's kind of like it's sort of like, yeah, I know, I know, Anakin's the 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 main character of it all, but it's like, dude, Obi Wan was very important, you know, to yeah. the story. So I. I don't know. I just I think he's a cool character. Not to mention a pretty goddamn badass Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited, <laughs> I'm excited, man. And I I hope that you know I'm sure we'll probably talk this to death until the show actually comes out and we see it. But I just I just hope that it's a really small story. You know, not yeah. to say it's not heavy or deep or anything, but I really just wanted to be really really character focused. You know, exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, the shit that happened on Mustafar, I want them to deal with that and, and see, see, and show Obi Wan dealing with that. You know. Well, I mean, I, I gotta believe because I don't know that Obi Wan knew right away that Darth Vader, that Anakin, you know, did that. I guess, I guess he, I guess he knows he's Darth Vader. I guess I don't know. I mean, I don't know when he would find out or even know that that's that Anakin survived. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, and and they deal with that in in Legends books in, yeah. in the Obi Wan Legends books, which I just reread um, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. You know, he thought he he thought he was dead. You know, it took yeah. him a while to figure out that he wasn't. But right. So how much? I mean, I mean, you got to wonder he had how much guilt he had. And then maybe and, and then, then, then just that shift from being you know in a, in a position of power, pretty much being respected galaxy wide, to just to be like fucking hermit, like, you know? Yeah, like the scum of the earth, like yeah, 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 scum of the yeah, universe, yeah. I guess. In, in the in the in the wastelands of Tatooine, it's not yeah. like you switch like that overnight. Like there had to be some. Now, yeah, he's the crazy old miser all of a sudden, right? Yeah, right. Going yeah. from going from like I said, like being in that authority position to having to just sit back and watch things happen around you and not intervene. Sure. Because it's like I'll tell you, like, it's, like I'm a, I'm a I'm a teacher, right? So it's like whenever I'm in public and I see kids acting bad, I'm I just want to like I just want to say it's hard for me to just sit back and not like. <laughs> well, I guess. Not, that's- you know, so it's like I could like that. It's like that, but on a much um a much grander Same. scale. Maybe <laughs> that's why he put himself on the middle of nowhere in Tatooine, because then he yeah. wouldn't know. He well, he really went there to, to watch over Luke, you know. Right. And which which is another part because, um, I don't think the Larses were were that crazy about. Him. No, they have they you pretty know? much talk shit about him during well, the movie. Yeah, and see that's yeah. the thing that they, it, that's big in the book, but then they, uh, that they mention that in Star Wars episode 4, you know, they're like he's a crazy old kook or whatever. Stay away yeah, from him. I, th- I think what it is 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 Lars Lars really feared Luke Luke becoming mm-hmm. like his father and he was yeah, I think he, he was he, trying to keep Luke he wanted Luke to be a farmer, a moisture farmer. Just like, yeah, stay. Hey, don't go out of trouble. And I think you saw Obi Wan yeah. was that path to trouble, which. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, what would he, yeah, he interpreted it as trouble, you know, but then mm-hmm. there's destiny and things like that, you know, like this, yeah. this kid's not that were, that were above the head of the simple yeah. farmer, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of putting it, you know? So, but but I, 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 I do hope that it is. And, and it's like, I, oh, man. Because I worry, I want them to take advantage of these series the same way I wanted them to take advantage of the um, the, the kind of spinoff movies, like with Rogue One. Because yeah. like, they, they use them as, as opportunities to jump into different genres and to tell stories that you couldn't tell in a main saga Star Wars movie. Yeah, because you have to focus mm-hmm. so much on the main saga that you don't yeah. have time to. That's kind of what I. That, that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed um, um, Rogue One. Solo. No, not Rogue One. <laughs> no, calm down. So <laughs> the, uh, the the other Solo, the the Solo movie, the solo better movie. Solo movie. Um, at least for me, I as I, I, I kind of like enjoyed us seeing that time period and in, in the kind of mm-hmm. shit that was going on and and you know. When the rebellion was just at its very beginnings, you know, and and, and they're they're still trying to, you know, and and, and you know, and then seeing like, and then you know, so spoilers, whoever, whoever hasn't seen it, uh, Darth Maul makes an appearance. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of a, that's just a cool time period, you know, where it was you're talking about in between three and four, basically, you know, and and, and, and 
after, or not really. I guess not really in between three and four because it was kind of, yeah, kind of was because yeah, no, I guess it, it was, was, it was, it was. It was I, I just, I just want Disney to trust their writers, trust their directors, mm-hmm. and, and and not not necessarily ask them to do like what what they think works for Star Wars, you know. I got you. Play around, experiment with with these different genres, man. Like I said, with Obi Wan, like I'd, I'd like to see a really small story told. He doesn't need to fight some dark side user. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to be some galaxy wide threat that he's facing. I want it to be just a small, really introspective story, you know. And, I, and I, that's that's what I'm hoping they give us. That's what I'm kind of expecting at this point, you know. The struggles of growing turnips in Tatooine. While dealing while dealing with uh, Tuscan Raiders, well, um, yeah, I was gonna say paper in his that, or Joe was toilet paper that, in his house, and Tuscan Raiders, you know, like shoot right. his dog. Yeah, Tatooine's a pretty hostile oh, goddamn planet. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, and then we got we got one, one more. We got. Or, or, go ahead, Chris. No, no, I, I was just gonna say. I think I think I think they'll do a good job. I think I think it'll be great. We'll. I'm enjoying that we're getting television shows. Like I like that we're doing Star Wars yep. TV shows. Yep. I think it's fucking awesome. So I'm all in, man. Um. So yeah, our, our, I did skip one. It says "Holy Speculation, Batman." So uh, yeah, I, I thought. Batman, I thought you were, yeah, I, I didn't know if y'all were to get into that or not. This is because oh because no, we, we, we can do it real quick. So yeah. So we're not comicbook.com. We're not saying that this is actually news, but somebody posted some some fan art on right. Instagram of the um of Robert Pattinson basically in a in a Batman suit, and we we were just kind of shooting the shit, talking about what what what's everyone's favorite Batman suit through the years. Um, yeah, like what's your favorite look for Batman, basically. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, who who wants to who wants to go first? We can we can go in order. Go ahead and break the ice, Sam. Yeah, well, well, okay. I'll say, um, Batman Begins. That's my favorite. Um, mm, but that was that's a good one, dude. That is a good one. Not not how it looked in that movie. How it looked at the beginning of the Dark Knight, because I think they I, reshaped, got you. I think they reshaped the cowl a little bit. It looks like and, it. And, and oh, in, it was just in that one scene in the parking garage, and then he showed up in the bank vault to talk to Jim Gordon, but. It, it looked dirty and beat up, you know, and, and it was like that matte finish. And I just thought that looked so cool, man. Yeah. And, um, I, 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 even though he can't turn his head, I like the big, like thick neck, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's, it's, it's jet black. I like the way the cape hung. It didn't look like this heavy leather thing. <laughs> you know, everything was utilitarian, but, but that, that, that's always been my favorite one. Nice. Now, you're talking favorite movie suit? Well, anything, not anything, anything. Comic, oh, okay. Yeah. Anime, whatever, whatever, whatever. The world's your oyster. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, the all gray uh, suit with uh, the black bat, no, uh, no background, similar to the one that Affleck wears in the movie. So, like the, the just or, or like the the new Batman Adventures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the animated uh, series one right. to a point too, wasn't it? Well, the animated series one, they had the, the original black. one. It was it was the circle or the oval, yeah, with, uh, the oval and yellow yeah. behind it, right? And then, um, yeah, this is just the big, the yeah, just the, 
the big just a big old black bat on a gray mm-hmm. on a gray suit with the black boots, gloves, trunks, cape cow. Now was that the one that had the shorter ear, like shorter ears on the cow? Like had the shorter. Um... I prefer shorter ears on the cow. You do? Okay, well, so well, I think hey, I remember, I remember Eric, had a shorter ear. Right. B in the chat, Josh said, like the dark pet returns costume. Mm, no. You know he he wore a couple. And one of them was that. Like the later one was that what you described. Like towards Did the it have the shorter ears on it though? Mm-hmm. No, no? Yeah. Okay. Barely any ears off. Frank Miller hates them Batman ears, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well Some Dark Knight Returns, Batman. wasn't it blue and gray instead of black and gray? It was at the beginning. so it, in the first two books. He had the like I like I said the blue, blue cape, cowl, gloves, boots, gray costume, and then the oval with the black and yellow. But then in the second two books, he had just like you said the all gray. But then the boots, cape, cowl, gloves are black with the big black bat. Hey, you said it's the Arkham City look, and I'm sitting there thinking you might be right. That might be yeah. where. Yeah. Cause I used to play the shit out of that game. And it. Here, I'll, I'll send a pic in the chat real quick. But um, yeah, that that that's a good that's a good classic one, man. Uh, I'm gonna say wrong. hands down for mine, the Michael Keaton 1989. Yeah, I knew you were gonna the say the big it, man. fucking ears. <laughs> I knew it. The big leather cape. That dude just looked boss coming down off of the the when he jumped down with the cape floating way out. Yeah. Yeah, see, mine was close. Mine's close to yours. Mine's the the Batman Returns suit that he that Michael Keaton wore when he had on in the second one. Oh, okay. I, they 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 had it was cl- very close to the for, to the one to the eighty nine movie. They just had a couple subtle changes. Um, I, I and then there's this cool scene where he does he just fucking does the whole goddamn um the the the, the cape turns into a damn hang ladder. It's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I just think it's cool too, <laughs> but it was. I thought the suit looked awesome, man. And I, I like the big ears too. I'm, I'm that's you know, I like the you know, the fuckers who stand up there, man. Because I just think it, it makes him look a little more menacing to me. I don't know. It does. It, it makes a statement. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's that silhouette. <clears throat> yes, it does. Yeah. yeah, that's probably my favorite suit. I think was that one. But I also like the '89 one too. I was like, oh yeah, it's it's one of it's either one of those two, you know. They're, they're pretty close to each other, so I guess, you know. <laughs> and the big gold utility belt. Socket yeah. Belt and bat bling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Jason said Russ likes him big and black. Man, man. You know me, baby. <laughs> damn, damn right. <laughs> well, yeah, and I wanted to bring this up. Is there anything with this new movie that you guys would like to see costume-wise? You know? You know, not, not being able to see his eyes have white, white lenses to that, 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 that's what I was Honestly, say. that would be something to be pretty. That would be pretty cool because I think that we only get that in like like anim- the animated. You know, well, you, you got that at the, you got that at the end of the Dark Knight, but I, I think even yeah, with that's that, true. Like, yeah, I, but, I think the whites of the eyes were a little too big. Yeah, they so not not, not that it took me out of the movie or anything. No, no, but. But I would, I would just like to see that kind of refined a little bit, and like, I'm almost thinking, you know, kind of like how they do with Spider-Man, like if the eyes like could emote a little bit, right? 
you know, like, like, and, and I just think of it as like, is you're squinting to look at something, they get a little bit smaller to like, <coughs> zoom in on whatever you're looking at. And like, they could just explain it like, oh, it's, it's, it's his night vision shit. Like, that's why it's the bat vision. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And I, I just, you know, I would like, I, I hope they, I hope they don't make the suit like, like, no, wait, you know, no, no nipples. We don't need that. I don't, even, I don't even. I don't even like the muscles. Like, like how Ben Affleck, like you could like see the yeah. muscle. Yeah, I like, can I go without that too. Batman, I just, I would just be just fine. Like with Superman, I want that. But with well, Batman, yeah, because Superman should be chiseled a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, with Batman, I'm just fine with saying um, it's a. Uh, it's it, he. He wears the body armor or whatever, right? You know, and there's not different ways to do that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be shaped and 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 and, and I guess in the form of his body, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll cool with that too. Uh, I hope they just have a lot. I hope they. Ha- I hope, you know what? I hope they bring back in that in this movie. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Batman use some of the, uh, some more of the classic Batman stuff out of the utility belt. You know, like like yeah. You know, I, I feel like sometimes they, they they go they went away from some of the old school Batman shit, like the Batarang, you know, and a lot of that stuff. It's like yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, some of the old school Batman shit. Batman like, used to have everything. Shark, in shark repellent. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The bat, the bat shark repellent. Yeah, no need it. Yeah, insane shit like that. I thought it was just funny because he'd have everything for any situation. You know? mm-hmm. Great. But that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so our next, um, we we can just hit this real quick. Um, yeah. The night owl. Uh, Dick oh, Grayson. this is. Dude. I guess like, Dick Grayson got shot and like lost his memory. Like, yeah. Shot in the head. But he's 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 gonna be the new talent. He, he he apparently he forgot he forgot his life as Robin in Nightwing. Yeah. He just forgot that shit, and it's it's like damn man. And I guess he yeah, forgot. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll forget to get milk at the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I forgot who I was. <clears throat> I mean, that's an intriguing story idea to me. I mean, it really sounds kind of interesting. Well, the, I mean, um, we talked about him last week, but the talents, super cool, super cool um, villain. And then they actually had right. some history. So, like one of the like one of the first ones they caught in in that in that comic book run, they did like a blood test on him, and he was like a, you know, like a, a great 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 grandfather of the Graysons. And like they they use some some shit to like preserve you to like where you don't die, but like it's like kind of like they put you in stasis until they need you as the talent again. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it was cool because like one of the ones they pulled is like a Grayson from like the seventeen seventies when they like first settled Gotham. Right, because it was like I mean the court house basically has, is is it, it was the all the great families, right? Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, so, yeah, so that's well, the well, idea. Like, the, the thing I I like about that is that they're not, it's not just like okay we're gonna take this character and make them this character, which I do think right. Marvel does a little too much of now. Like yeah. he actually has history, um, like sure. being, being a Grayson, you know, in 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 being being that that character. So I think that's cool. And also, I, it sounds like oh, oh, I, they they did. I don't know. It sounds kind of like a, he's going to have a little bit of struggle before he gets there. You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of awesome. He, you know, too many times it's like, it's like they go, uh, oh, he lost his memory. All of a sudden, he just becomes uh, this guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I'm sure you know, there, there's more to right. it than, than what we're saying. Yeah, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, it, it sounds awesome, though. I think it's a cool idea. I really do. Yeah, and um, and I'm glad. And again, I think I said this last week, but the the talents and the quarter vowels, I, I love that they keep coming up in, in different yeah, were, video games, movies, yeah. uh, more. They comics. were great. Keep 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 them in that Batman lore, man, because a lot of a lot Maybe. of new stuff gets passed over, and I think the stuff that is good sticks around. And I think. Well, they- they had them in Gotham. It should have been Gotham on the mm-hmm. TV show too, and I was excited when yeah, I saw that. Oh man, no. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they managed to. I mean, it's cool that they keep trying to keep them around because it's, it's kind of, they're they're a fascinating villain. <laughs> hey, you know, thought, and I don't even know that they're always villains. They always are trying to do something for a reason. It's not necessarily, you know, sometimes a, you know what's a villain, what isn't, is a point of view, a matter of point of view. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, yeah, I, I used to always say, you know, the difference between a terrorist and a freedom fighter is just where, what, what, what side, side you're on. on. Yeah, what side yeah, you're that's on. That's what it is. So, right. And, and that's it's kind of like, they, you know, and then yes, before, and I'm not, I'm not, my people relax. I, <laughs> you know, as soon as I say that, people go, what do you mean? You are you for terror? I'm not for terrorism. I'm just saying. That. It's, it's, like, like, a, it's like imagine if if a country was invading your home country. What would yes. you do? You know, because right. if you don't just lay down and let them take you in or whatever, right? You know, that's right. Thing. If you that's all about perspective. Well, keep this in mind. In Af- years ago, in Afghanistan, was trying to earn their freedom from from the Russians. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, they were trying and, to fight their Guess yes. what? Who funded them and gave yeah, them? Yeah, guess who funded them exactly? Guns and, and shit. Were, it was us, man. You better believe it. And they were freedom fighters. They they were they were looked as heroic and heroes to, to America. Mm-hmm. To the Russians, they were they were terrorists. <laughs> yeah, they and were. And when we when we went back, yeah. like you know, 10, 15 years later. <laughs> right, right, right. Then now we got to go back in, and the same guys that we helped get into power. We got to go take them out of power. Great. You know, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, you know, we go and fucking light up a village because two motherfuckers were terrorists, were sleeping in the right. basement, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the unfortunate side. Oh, well, collateral damage. Stuff, man. Like, that's a, but that's a conversation for another yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I know. I didn't mean to get political. I'm sorry. It was, yeah. like, I mean, I, the Court of Owls are that kind of a character. They're, they're a complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the best type of characters, you know? Yeah. Agree. You want to see yourself in, in villains, but um, so th- so this we got one last thing, just some quick blips news yep. wise. Um, General Ross, aka William Hurt, he's gonna be in Black Widow. He's seeing some set photos, so that's cool. And that's then, awesome. Um, I only mentioned this because we were we were questioning it last week, but the Superman actor from Supergirl will be in the Crisis Mega Crossover. That's gonna be a. Uh, on the CW, so we got what three Supermen now? Yeah, I think so. Brandon Ralph, Tom Welling, and this dude. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so we're gonna have a bunch of multiverse uh, Superman. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of Superman. So with our our discussion, and, and we're making good times. So we'll wrap wrap it up after this. But um, the question, and you know, for you people still in the chat, I want to hear what you have to say. We we kind of just took our Top three either characters, uh, franchises, teams, anything. Um, and we thought, you know, like, what's your favorite uh, representation of each one? Like, for example, if you said Darth Vader, and your favorite 
on screen or even it could be on screen legends books comic books what was your favorite representation let's say you said it was uh, rogue one just because of the last minute and 30 seconds or something um so that that's kind of what we we're gonna bring up and i guess what do you guys want to just start at three we'll go round robin and then do our twos and do our ones are we doing three or are we doing five I think we'll, we'll. What do you guys think? Do three? Yeah, let's go three. I, I think we can do three. And then, then, then we'll wrap it up after that. Yeah. All right. Oh. So, so we're, we're each one of us is going to give our give our third one, and then mm-hmm. round again and do our second one and do our number one, right? Yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll do. I'm just looking at my order. We'll do Josh, Russ, Rob, me. Oh, so cool? Are you are you ready, Josh, or do you want to go the opposite? Because I'm ready. Go ahead. You go first, and then I'll go. Okay. <laughs> then, then we'll do. We'll do me, Rob, Russ, Josh. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so my number three, and again, this could be one character, team, whatever. I said the Ninja Turtles, and my favorite representation of them was from the '90s movie, just because I thought it was a good balance of the comics. Um, and I liked it. It's just um, a tight, tight story. Yeah. End there and be just fine. And, and also, I, I do think that that's the best Ninja Turtles movie that we're ever gonna get. Yeah. You know, like that. I, I, and it's a, it's a movie that I watch at least once a month. You know, not especially since I have kids, and it's still just as good as it was mm-hmm. when I was a kid, man. Like I yeah. love that movie. Dude, I mean, I was 14 when that movie hit, and I was a big fan of the Turtles then uh, because of the Mirage comics. Hated the cartoon. Um, Yeah, and I could see why, man. Yeah, but it was a wonderful blend of those comics and a little bit of the lightheartedness of the cartoon, Mm -hmm. but the seriousness and grit of the comics, so it was a perfect marriage of that. And I got to say, while I didn't have this on my list, it is... One of my absolute favorite franchises, and that is my favorite iteration of the Turtles in live-action form, but I'm always going to be partial to the original Mirage comics. But the new IDW comics are amazing, so don't sleep on those. That that, 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 that movie came out, I mean, I was literally a baby. Like, probably wasn't even walking yet. Dude, I watched it a little over a month ago. It still holds up today. Dude, yeah, it does. Like I said, it's just as good as it was back then, man. I, I, that movie's fantastic. That's fantastic, man. And dude, hey, no, no lie, don't tell my wife this, but the actor that plays Casey Jones, his name's Elias Coteus. That's where you got Eli's name. That's where I got Eli's name, man. Nice. I never told my wife that because she'd be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "What do you?" Think and that's when the divorce thing? papers were served. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would have just named him Casey Jones, but my ne- I, I got a nephew named Casey. So yeah. Mm. But yeah, that, that, that's my three. So, uh, Rob, what's, what's your three, dude? Setsuna FC in Gundam mm. 00 Season 2. Okay, okay. Because so that's when he finally starts to get shit together. He finally starts to really show his emotion and, and start to figure out his place. And, and he becomes a, a pretty big badass. Yeah, and dude, that—that's the nice. thing. Like you, you, you said that was a a season, or yeah, season two is where he really. <coughs> and, and, and he's that, in the whole season. He's in yeah, the whole series. Like that, like that, he's he's the main that, protagonist in the series, right? Yeah, 
And but then he that, really that me is fair game for this this rule set, you know. That's pretty good. Well, you said anything. <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. That, that fits no, with me, man. That that's fits beautiful. Anything. It it could be a one episode, you know. But wait, you said he because he kind of turned into a badass, or whatever. He was always pretty calculating and cold until season two yeah. started to really kick off. And he started to find that emotion and that purpose. And they went through a huge ordeal where what they thought they were doing wasn't exactly what it was being led to believe. And they he had to start making his own choices. Hardcore in season two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I need to watch that, man. I need to watch that. Start talking about it. Russ. And I'll give you. Yeah, Russ, what's your three? All right. I'll start off with... Uh, with uh, the Voltron Force, and my favorite incarnation of them was in the eighties, <laughs> the original. Okay, wait, so so are you are you saying the the American adaptation of? Yeah, it? the American adaptation because okay. I, okay. I I tried to watch. I like Go Lion, but Go Lion was freaking nuts, dude. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, that, shit was yeah, dude. that was crazy, dude. And I like I liked it. I liked that as an adult, but like if I, when, I, when I was a kid, I wouldn't have liked that when I was a kid. I, I was I was one of those kids that I wouldn't know. I didn't. That was a little too rough for me when I was a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I like the American adaptation, yeah. And I I'm I was such a big Voltron fan, and um, you know, still am. But um, I always, but I'm always bitching about. I never can get the the, the like the version that I want because because I always compare it to the eighty to the to the original one we had in yeah. America, you know, um, and. I say original when I know it came from. I know where it was the original adaptation. It was I mean, it's, it's, your, it's your original production. Yeah. That's also my favorite look for Voltron, too. I thought Voltron looks fucking sick in that. Mm-hmm. Original. It's amazing looking. So, um, you know, that's, that's, I don't know, just, just it was, it was decent. It was, you know, it wasn't the greatest writing because it was bad to simplify it because we were dumb American yeah, kids. Yeah. But, um, but it, but it was still a fun show. It was always just, you know, it was always. I liked the villains. I liked Zar. I liked Zarkon. You mm-hmm. know, I liked Lord Lotor was a douchebag. I liked him. You know, <laughs> no, that 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 was that that was a good yeah. show. And, and I remember catching that. It was on um on WB. Like they had the animation block from like eight to ten. Oh, Voltron cool. would come on at like six a.m. And I remember my my one brother would always wake me up and we would watch it. Badass, and, it's like, and you could tell how choppy it was because it. I, I just remember yeah. one thing. It was, um, whatever the the pink girl or the the girl's name was. Yeah, Laura. Yeah, she was like running, but they just like froze the frame, and inserted like seven lines of dialogue, and then like <laughs> cut to the next scene. Like, it was like so choppy. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I and I remember even as a kid joking about that. And, and then at the time, I was like, "What's up with these Japanese cartoons? Like they can't get their shit together." <laughs> I'm not having any idea. You know, <laughs> this is this was like 1994, 95. But funniest shit, dude. Yeah. All right, Josh. Man. Uh, you know, I, I've I've been I've been struggling with it. To be honest, you know, over and over, I'm like, I can't really narrow anything down. Off, but off the seat of my pants, if I had to choose one of my absolute favorite things, favorite comic, favorite movie, 
uh, favorite character, you know, favorite representation. Number, I mean, I know what my number one is movie-wise but it and, and comic-wise, but yet it's, I don't know how to describe it, man. I love so many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is tough, man, because I... It really is, and you know, I tried to nail it down, tried to nail down just three, and I really fucking can't. Uh, you know, I... Pick one randomly. I can't pick one randomly because it wouldn't be true. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to say... Farmer, you know, I'm, just because it's three doesn't mean you don't like it. I mean, it means you like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to say the turtles, um, you know, like Mira and you, Sam. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you know, I love, I adore that first movie. Love the original comics. Love the current IDW comics. Really enjoyed, not the current cartoon, but the one prior on Nickelodeon. And uh, yeah, that one was really good, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it's hard to nail down one solo character. It's easier to do a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that one would be my number three, I'd say. Alright, cool. Because so I do I do have I mean I'm looking around at them. It's one of my favorite shelves in my collection. I've got those NECA turtles in that sewer layer that I built and I fucking love it, you know. Um That is a cool ass piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nice. plans. Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Okay, so what are we or if we're on two now. Number, okay, so number, two, two. number two. Number two. Number two, so this one for me, and man, that this might be some recency bias, but so it's the X Men. You know, that's one of my favorite teams. And in in a month ago, I would have said just the Jim Lee, Chris Claremont, right. or the the nineties cartoon because right. they were both so near and dear to me. But right now, I would, and and we still got one issue to go, but. <clears throat> House of X, Powers of Ten. This is what I've always wanted to see. The, from, yeah. From, from X-Men and from Mutants, man. And what it is is, you know, I don't want to give too much away because it's, it's ongoing and, 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 you know, some people haven't, aren't caught up with whatever. But what I compare it to is, like, I'm, I'm really, like, my mom and dad, they're both half Native American, right? So I've always been, like, a big fan of Native American history. And I, I would always have loved to have seen, you know, back in the, after the Civil War, if they if they could have just um, defended their land or, or just set a, a place for themselves and they wouldn't have been overrun by, by uh, the U.S. Army, basically. But it's like they needed some leverage and they never had it. Say is that the took their land? What's wrong with the white? Hey, you what what the X Men have at, at this point, which is basically what they're saying is like we want our, you know, Charles and Xavier is kind of abandoning that that idea of you know perfect harmony with humans, and like I just fucking love it. I love it's it, awesome. and it's and it's yeah. he's taking a more not in a violent way, but a, but a more militant role. Well, and and I'm, I'm I'm just oh my god, it, it's it's just what I've always wanted to see. You know, it's like you see characters, it's like whether comic books, movies, whatever. They just like take too much shit. They take too much shit, 
and you just want him to stand up and say no more, and that's what I feel like is happening. I think this is um, a turning point for the X-Men, and I hope that it... Uh, this is. I hope that this is the status quo for a long time to come. I'll just say that. Like I said, it's recent, but um, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's been an amazing read, and I am so looking forward to Wednesday. Yeah, after Wednesday, so Wednesday, for those of you who are, um, are following us closely, it's the end of this House of X, Powers of X. The last issue of Powers comes out Wednesday. And then, and then it'll lead into the next thing. But um, I'm hoping we could, no matter where it goes from here, I just want them to end in, in a place where where the X Men are right now. <clears throat> Which I think you know, it's 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 awesome to see like a persecuted people and uh, finally get themselves in a position of power, in a position of of so, somewhat peace. You know, uniting under a banner or whatever. I, th- I just think that's some some cool. You know, there's definitely those real-world applications to it, but um, Rob, I might get smacked for this one, but One Punch Man from the anime. anime. Are, you like, <laughs> you like, are you a big One Punch Man? I man? fucking love Titan, <laughs> that's, my that's dude. Cool, he is, man. Dude. He's cool, man. He is cool. I like that, too. I, like, I, I, I read the first few volumes of that, man. I was, I was a fan. I never watched the show, but uh, and that's the thing. Like for me, no. if I, I look at him and I say, "All right, if I were super powered, that would be me," because yeah, he just doesn't he's care. He's the dude. Yeah, he's, he's great, dude. And he's, he's bored as shit. He's bored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seems like he got those powers from doing push-ups, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how, uh, where did you get this from? Hard work. Yeah. I didn't want to be a bitch anymore. Yeah. He's like this superpowered guy, right? Who who just who who has a hard time finding <laughs> things to do with his uh-huh. <laughs> I, I like love, legit. I love that. Y- yeah. you, you give me superpowers and give me a year and it'll be right. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. hands down. Just, just, a, just a regular ass dude, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah good for you. That's he a good is, one. Uh, he is interesting <laughs> character and it's like in in just the how well known he is, um, and just kind of in like the 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 sphere of things, kind of speaks to speak to that, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think everybody just looks at him as this big overpowered craziness, and the, and the cra- the thing is, when you do an anime or a, a comic or something, and you make the main character literally unstoppable, like mm-hmm. you just how do you make him interesting? Exactly, and what they did was they turned him into everybody. Yeah, they nailed they, it. They, they, they turned him into the yeah. leader, you know. Yeah, it was it was amazing, and I I just love that character so much. That's cool. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> I just went back and rewatched it again because I yeah. had to. And there's a season two coming, so nice. What's on Hulu? Uh, Netflix. I think. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, um, I, I don't remember. It's I've we've got them all here, so I just <laughs> flipped on whatever one it was on. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix. But yeah, yes. all right. My number two is the Justice League, but I, I think my favorite version of them is is Unlimited. Okay, I 
I, I only because I like how many how many they go into like so many members of the Justice League. Um, like yeah, you know, they, they they left no stone on right. There's a lot of little side stories, mm-hmm. and like they all get some kind of represent. They all got they all get a chance to shine a bit, you know, in yeah. certain episodes. It's not all about just the, the the founders, you know, and 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 they're around, but it's like I like that some of the like B and C guys get some attention too, and I thought that was cool, and mm-hmm. I, they were cool characters, man. I, I dug it, man. Man, so, uh, that that was my uh, that was like my number four was was the Justice League, but yeah. from from Young Justice. Young and, yeah, Young Justice is great too. A lot of reasons, man. Yeah, but it, it, and I, and again, it's, I like the more modern ones, I guess you know, because mm-hmm. I think they did such a good job with, you know, just making sure that they sh- put the light on a lot, a lot of different characters. Yeah, because that that Justice League Unlimited cast was out of control. It's nuts how many there were, mm-hmm. <laughs> but and I that, loved that, it. Yeah, and loved that, it. that's the strength of the the yeah. true animated cartoons. Is it that is. you're not you're not limited. Yeah. There's there's so many cool there are so many cool characters that you probably might I mean maybe you've heard of them maybe you haven't you know yeah. <laughs> so, but but they did a good job they did I'm like like speaking on Marvel a little bit like we talked about earlier it's like the ones that you didn't know like they made yeah. you care about them exactly you know and they exactly. made you invested in them yeah and it was just it's good writing they did I mean. Mm-hmm. Everything about the, everything about that show was good, and I, and it was just my it's just my favorite incarnation of them. So, all right, Josh, what you got now? <laughs> um, going video game from the for this. Okay, one. Good, right, good. yes. One of my all time favorite games. Uh, one of my all time favorite characters. Um. And it's a recent one. It actually dropped just a couple of years ago. Uh, the main protagonist from Final Fantasy Fifteen. Okay. Noct- oh no- yeah. No- Noctis Lucius Calum. Yes. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one thing right now. The the struggles and the story that uh, his the things that he has to go through. You know, he was uh, he was a prince. There was a lot that was demanded of him. He yeah. was chosen at like the age of five to be the uh, the next uh, the next wielder of the crystal's power that can stop the uh, the world from being destroyed. So he's got this destiny that he has to fulfill, and he doesn't want to he's fighting it you know but the the gameplay itself between uh not the gameplay but i mean the game itself he and his three friends his his bodyguard uh his best friend and his basically assistant or aide the the three of the four of them form a party and never in any video game that I have ever played has the feeling of brotherhood and camaraderie been so well executed yeah ever yeah. Um, when, than in this game the, the, the bonds that they form uh, 
and the bullshit that they have to go through and you know the infighting sometimes the bickering the ball busting but the ultimate relative trust that is there and the the ends and the links that they go to for each other is just fucking phenomenal and you know he is the focal point of all of it you know but uh absolutely one of my favorite video game characters of all time it's awesome oh, dude. i will back that one up all mm-hmm. day long it's a good choice <laughs> are we, we all right, uh, back to you back to you again sam what's your number ready, one ready for one so my favorite um, fictional character of all times batman my favorite interpretation of batman is uh is the the nolan <clears throat> movie batman mainly mainly um you know, if I had to nail it down to one movie, mm-hmm. I'd say The Dark Knight, because we, we, I, I don't know. The Dark Knight Rises, I kind of set off to the side. Not that I don't love it; I love that movie. But I think Batman Begins does a really good job of telling that origin story. But I think yeah. what what The Dark Knight kind of nails is a just that sacrifice that Batman always has to put forth. You know. In that he can't he can't have anything nice, you know, just because of of the role that he's in, and and, and I think that um that's also my favorite interpretation of the Joker, you know, which is what kind of brought this up as a discussion was you know a couple weeks ago we were talking about all our favorite Joker interpretations and and I yeah. think that's the cool thing about all this shit all this nerdy stuff is that we can all have these characters and right. you know like Rob likes the uh, the Suicide Squad one, like Russ, you talked about the Jack Nicholson Joker. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm more of a fan of Ledger Joker over those two, and we, we all had our reasons why, and, and it was it was a cool discussion, you know. And but but yeah, that that for me, if <clears throat> if that was my only um, interpretation of Batman that I had going forward, I'd be perfectly fine with it, man. I, I like the idea that of the Batman being this um this kind of ongoing mantle that gets passed forward, but also being like from like one, to one man, this like finite thing. Like he can't do this forever. Right. You know? And like there, there's people who've like crunched the numbers online and it's like the time from Batman begins to the dark night was like less than a year. So you, you really only get like less than a year of an active Batman as Bruce Wayne until he comes back and the Dark Knight Rises eight years later. And I and I just think that's just a cool little wrench thrown into it, you know? Yeah. But but, but I, yeah. I, he was funny about that. He was he, my that that's that's my son's favorite version of the Joker as well, okay? Um mm-hmm. and he he and I have had so many back and forths about this, right? And I and, and I, I, he made me watch, like, I watched the movie, and he's like, okay, you need to watch it again, because you clearly didn't get it, right? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Anna's doing with Rogue One, dude. Like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Anna's going to make me man. Rogue One into my brain until I get it, right? family, dude. They're just trying to make you like good stuff, and you just he, don't want to do it. But I, I did watch, but I watched it again. I, I watched it, like, three or four times, right? And, and I and I said, okay, you know what? I think I get what you're, I think I get what you're I understand what you're saying. I said, and I, and I did. He, he's Heath Ledger's like version mm-hmm. of it. I portrayed him. It grew on me. Yeah. Right. 
I, I, I still thought he was, I don't know, there's something about him. I, I think I think he lacked a little bit of the coolness that I like that the Joker can have sometimes. Yeah, know? and I, I, I could see and, that, you know. And that's what it was with me. And I said, yeah. I said, he played, he played the, he played the crazy, he played the crazy part of Joker great, but he didn't have that, 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 that the Joker can have a moments where he's kind of cool too, and he, and you, mm-hmm. you almost don't know. He's that's what makes him so crazy because it comes out of nowhere. And, right? and, and I want, I wonder if that is a generational thing. It could be. You know it very I mean? well could like, be. Because there are different, like, generationally cool changes, you know? So, like, what I, what I took from that is, like, he was kind of this, like, almost, like, punk rock type dude. Yeah. Well, Sam, how, how old are you, Sam? 29. Okay. My son's 24. So, <laughs> so, so, so I mean, I'm, I'm closer to him than yeah, I am to you. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you, you're, you're, you guys are pretty, you're, you're not that far from a, in age, right? Yeah. So, I think you could be right about the generational thing. I think really, he might have hit the nail on the head with that. That's also a strength to these characters, you know, mm-hmm. that they can, it is. can keep kind of redefining them, but keeping them yeah. through to the things that make them who they are. You know, and absolutely, I mean, that's good. And I think that's, like I said, it just makes good discussion. Yeah, it's great. Dude. It's fun. Yeah, there's no wrong answer. That's what I love about it. There's exactly. no wrong answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, one more thing I liked about those movies is is that they kept them so grounded in reality. Yeah, yeah there's like fantastical things that happen and shit, but um, I I, I, I did dig that, and, and really only for Batman, like any yeah. other superhero, I don't want to see that grounded of a take because I think well, it does take away from it. But I think yeah. for Batman, it works. Well, you take us. These guys weren't super powered necessarily. They weren't like super powered. They were just yeah, really like Bane was awesome, you know. <laughs> and, and, and even Chris dude, Nolan, Bane was dope in that flick. Yeah, was dope like, shit, Chris yeah. Nolan said at some point like, "There's no Superman in this universe," and, and people on the internet got mad. But I was like, "I'm fine with that. I don't need a well, yeah, because a one-off Batman story. It's sure. great. It's great. It has no nothing holding it back. Nothing tying it absolutely." Back, you know? But I uh, here I'll shut up, uh, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet I, I bet I know Rob's. What's what? What? I got a feeling you're going to go video game route on this one. You'd be right. Would it happen to be an N7 operative? It Kirby. would very much happen to be an N7 operative. Educate him, sir. Commander Shepard. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Am I that fucking predictable? No, I just I had a feeling. Oh, dude, I, I, I and I I'm gonna pinpoint Mass Effect two for him. Okay, because one he was uh, he was put on this huge pedestal for the whole game, you know, mm-hmm. and and he he earned it. He was very much deserving of what they where they put him. And he was a fantastic, well thought out character. Yeah. But Mass Effect Two is where his struggle hits, and that's where you see him have to fight for everything. I mean, just dig down deep, rebuild from the ground up, figure out what the hell is really going on, where the hell he needs Dude, to go that, with hey, it. That that that's a character shit, man. That that's yeah. why, that's why I picked the Dark Knight. You know? Yeah, that was him at his greatest. And, and see see what you're made of. Yeah, and you know, they literally they life throw everything they can at you. Let's see what you're made of. You know, I, lo- I love that shit, man. Like that's that, like you know, and it's like when it comes to characters you like, like there there are certain character traits, right? That you pick up on like one for me, yeah. like 
when 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 shit's not going your way, how do you respond to that? You know, and, exactly. and, in, and in a case like where it's like with Bruce Wayne, at some points he needed Alfred to pick him up. He needed Rachel Dawes to pick him up. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's how yeah, that's how Commander Shepard was in Mass yeah. Effect too. He literally had to rebuild his team from scratch and, mm -hmm. and bring back those people that were so close to him in the first game. And and they have to help him build himself back up to be this the savior that he's supposed to be. Yeah. And I and I love I love that shit, man. I, I love that it. it's like yeah, have a support system, you know, but but at the same time be tough. Yeah, resilient, you know, and 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 that that's the character shit that I did. I just is personally appreciate, you know. Yeah, um, that, well, that that was my whole thing because that that game, it's not very often that I I find a franchise of any sort where yeah. I care as much about the the other characters as I do about the main the main core yeah. character, your main protagonist. Yeah. You know, like Josh brought up Final Fantasy fifteen. That's another one of them that did that same thing for me. I gave a shit about all four of those guys, just like I did in the, the Mass Effect series about his entire it, all these characters in this network that he has built. You yeah. know, every one of them has the like. I got into Mass Effect two, and, and part of the, the the game is you have to go back and and reconnect with these other teammates like and, Rex and, 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 and Rob. Just think about that whenever someone like. Martin Scorsese saying that, that this shit's childish. <laughs> oh, it's not cinematic. One yeah. of my favorite moments in Mass Effect 2 was you get sent out to take out, there's a sniper that's capping guys off left and right. They're trying to get into him. And, and you're like, fine, whatever. I need this information. I'm looking for my dude. And you finally get up into this building, and you walk up, and it's motherfucking Garrus that they're trying to take out. And now I could—I literally jumped out of my chair. That's my boy. I love Garrus. Oh, Garris. he is a fucking oh, dude. He is my right hand, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was my—he was my favorite character to have in my party. Oh man, I—I was, I, awesome. I was literally squealing when I saw that was who I was looking. I was going for the whole time. That's a twist, isn't it? That's nice. It I was. Like, I like that. So that's why I like video game stories. Mm -hmm. Because and they it, do shit like that to you. <laughs> well, and, and you get up there and it's like, okay, well, well, how do we get out of this? You're basically the two guys in, in a little bit more linguistics yeah. looking at each other and go, fuck shit up. Fuck shit up. <laughs> it's, like, it it's, some, it's some Riggs and Murtaugh level shit between Oh, two. fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> All day, man. Honorable mention to Riggs and Murtaugh. I mean, come on. Oh, yes. I, I'm, I think I'm going to follow your lead on this. I'm going to go video game on my for my number one. Okay. And I, I'm a huge God of War fan. So um, Kratos is just like another level. To me, he's... I don't even know how to explain it. He's like a fucking, fucking storm, dude. I love him so much. And I think my favorite... Probably my favorite incarnation or my favorite version of him is in God of War Three, just because yeah. it's, mm -hmm. you, you you just you're just killing gods left and right, dude. You're just fucking killing them. You're hunting them down and killing them, and and he has great dialogue in the game. Like um, what's his name? Um, Hermes is talking shit to him, and he's like, "I ain't worried about you. I'm not interested in the flies on Zeus's ass. I'm going out to Zeus. You're not <laughs> <nobody."> you <know? laughs> 
he just he just talks so much cool shit in it, you know. It, it, it it's it's such a fun character, and, and they were all fun games, you know. Um, he um, yeah, and, and there's like depth to his character too. At first, you think he's just this crazy, vengeful fucking guy, you know. But there's like real, you know, his daughter, you know, losing his, you know, I mean, he, he slaughtered his own fucking wife and kid, you know, and and yeah. and that shit stays with him forever, and he fucking and it, it's just. You know, and he and he doesn't want he I think he uses all the fury he has, all the anger he has like just to put it toward any anybody but himself you know because he knows yeah because he can't yeah. deal with it man exactly he can't deal with the fact that what what he did and he has dude, to dude that that that's what I'm talking about. it's like character yeah. shit man you yeah. know it's like any anyone can relate to that not that we're all dealing with this life and death type stuff right. it's just like you know, like you have guilt for for whatever you do, and sure, sure, absolutely, and and it's easy to fall into that trap of blaming other people for what you did. Yeah, or, or just like lash, lashing out at people, you know. Right, exactly. You know, even even though in that game, you know, you could argue the gods did fuck with him, or fuck with his life a lot, but, yeah, but I mean, like, all that all that stuff comes from some type of inspiration. Yeah, you yeah. It's, it, it it's just it's such a. I just love the way the way they took the character from, from the writing and then and, and then you know and and just he's he's got a cool look you know <laughs> so bald headed with the beard right yeah well that's the new the new well, that's the newest one that's him older when he was yeah. young and you know, the other God of, the earlier God of War games he's he doesn't have quite the full beard he has in the new one he's yeah, it's that this that little thing yeah it's a little like yeah like the little goatee kind of you know and he's yeah he's Got the Scott got the you know the, the, the red the red uh, tattoo kinda, you know, and uh, and he's mm -hmm. you know, and he's stained with his with the ashes of his wife and daughter. That's why he's the ghost yeah. of Sparta Sparta because he's looks pale because he's like stained with their ashes. It's badass. I don't know. It's fun it's just fun. And I I like murdering gods, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh, what's up? You're number one, man. I'm going book on this one. Okay, cool. All right. The the man in black fled across the desert. And the oh, yes. And the gunslinger followed. Fuck uh, yeah. Roland DeShane, the last gunslinger of Midworld, uh, from the incredible epic... Stephen King series, The Dark Tower. Yes. Mm. Um, wow. I still need dude. to finish yeah. that series. I got you, Josh. You and my wife should talk because my wife loves the Dark Tower books, right? Um, I don't think I don't think she ever saw the movie, and from what I heard, the movie was shit. It is. Right? It's not um, good. <laughs> but she loved those. The love the Dark Tower books, and like she, did, I mean, we she would tell me all the time. You gotta read this, Russ. And I never, I never did. <laughs> she was always telling me how good they were, you know. And I don't know. You're like, I might have to read them sometime. <laughs> Dude, man. I mean, here's a guy. Yeah. Who is when you first meet him? You know, he's already, you know, well on in age. Uh, yeah. He's pursuing. You know, he's not, like, old or anything. He's probably in his late 30s, 40s, somewhere in there. Yeah, but he's you grizzled. Know, 
but he's grizzled. He's hard. He's like, like, battle weary and road road traveled and like um. He's pursuing his his enemy, who he perceives as his enemy. And in doing so, he finds out, you know, that he is part of a much greater quest. And ultimately, he has to undertake this quest in order to save the entire, all of reality. Like, the Dark Tower is the nexus of all realities. And he has to defend the tower and save the tower, keep the tower from falling. Raise your laptop, Russ. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. All right, but he has to. He he is the last gunslinger, and the gunslingers, you know, they're servants of the tower. They must preserve and save the tower. And it's a fascinating seven book series that basically crosses over into different time periods from Roland's world onto Earth in different periods of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 2000s. Um, I mean, it's insane. And a lot of characters from King's other books and subsequently movies are also in this series. It really ties so much of his uh, written uh, bodies of work together. But Roland, man, he is just a fascinating character that you see what all he's been through over the course of his life, how much loss and suffering he has endured to go through this as much as he's gone through it it's fascinating and it's an incredible read and i highly recommend it anybody pick up that series because it's probably my favorite series uh books of all time yeah it does start a little bit slow in drawing of the three the second book but it just gets through that and it goes fucking crazy. Well, actually, the drawing of the three, the way that book starts out, you know, it starts out on a fucking roller coaster. Like the very the, beginning of the book does, but when you try yeah. to get through like the middle to the end of it, it's it starts to drag a bit because it's a, it's doing a lot of build up for what comes in wasteland and beyond. Yeah, but uh. I'm telling you, man. Wonderful, wonderful series. God, it is so good. I need to finish. Nice. Yeah, you do. What was it? Uh, Crystal in the Glass. That's what five. Or no, Wizard no. In the Glass. Wizard in Glass is book four. Okay, so I need to get past book four then, because that's the last one I read was Wizard in Glass. Well, see, I the I read the first four before, just a couple months before the books five, six, and seven came out. Because he started writing the series in 1978. And in like the 90s, he had done Wizard and Glass, but he didn't do anything for over a decade. And then all of a sudden, in 04 and 05, he put out the last three books back to back about six months apart. God. But yeah, they are wonderful. And, you know, Amazon's getting a 
series uh, for it, and it's coming out next year, I think. Yeah, I hope they do better on that than they did the movie. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they will. I think Cedrus Elba was wasted on that movie. Wait, wasn't I mean, Matthew yeah. McConaughey in that too? Do what? Wasn't Matthew McConaughey in that too? Yeah. So it's like you can't blame it on the casting. No. Well, I mean, maybe you, can't, example. you can't take seven books worth no. of material right. and yeah, try to, to tell a story of seven books in no 80 way. minutes. No. An hour no. and 22 minutes, I think it was. God damn, normally his movies are four hours long for a single book. Yeah. That's the, that's where it... Yeah. That's why this this series, if they're going to do it in live action, it has to be done as a television show like Amazon Prime is doing. And it has to be multiple seasons. Oh, God. One season a book. Easy. Yeah. You could do seven seasons of it and it'd be perfect. Or you could even combine season uh, book one and two into season one and do six yeah. seasons. Yeah, because the original Gunslinger book isn't that long. Or the oh, it's under it's under three hundred pages. Yeah. Um, nice. And you know, a lot of shit happens in it, but that shit could be done in a couple Probably of episodes. Four episodes, five episodes, maybe. Probably three, four episodes, and then the drawing of the three you could do in say eight episodes. So, yeah. you know, a 12, 13 episode season, you could probably do both of those books in one season. Just some speculation. <laughs> but yeah, Dark Tower series, check it out, I swear. You'll, you'd love yeah. it. I, cool. I'm hoping, now, I don't know who's doing it. Is, is it Netflix or? It's Google Amazon. Or Amazon? Mm-hmm. They need to go find the people that did Altered Carbon and let them work on that. Yeah, that was good, man. Oh, Altered Carbon's buzz. wonderful. I can't wait for season two slash book two a bit. Yeah, they need those people working on it. Mm-hmm. They really do. I mean, you know, um, I'm excited. I've seen who they've cast as a young Roland, and I've seen who they've supposedly cast as uh, the man in black. Um, so who'd they cast for man in black he's Scandinavian not sure who he is oh I know real quick before we go off I wanted to ask you guys do any of you guys get a chance to grab anything on you know, Force Fridays today happy Force Friday everyone so I, 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 I haven't even is, been out for it yet this is the first one that I haven't been out because I just don't collect the shit anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That's yeah, right. I know. Every one man, like I, I was able to go to my, go to my Walmart just on the way to work at like five thirty, and, and and I, I always find everything, man. But I, I'm just, I just don't, I don't, I don't fuck with it anymore. Yeah. I'm very sweet, man. <laughs> I managed to get a couple of figures this evening. What'd you, what'd you get? I got the second sister. That's from the uh, the, See, the Fallen that, Order game. That, that's one I might pick up and then just right. play with and it I, for a day and then give it to my kids. But and I got my hands on the Mandalorian figure. I don't want to I'll tell you, man. I, I I can't wait for Hasbro to yeah. stop doing those stupid plastic capes. I know. That's that's the. It's so bad, the man. I wish they would just just fucking do it. Do cloth. Just do it. <laughs> Dude, Russ, what if what if they had a cloth wired cape, but they were thirty bucks a piece for the toys? 
Well, I think I, I think if you that's that's just what it comes down to. If you want stuff like that, you're gonna have to pay more for it. Because and I would have no Black series actually are getting so good now. I think I think they're worth thirty bucks. Yeah, well, see, see, that's that's the thing because that that's what makes me mad is because I'm like, well, shoot, you can do everything else so well. I know, like like that seven, like second sister, like yeah. that. That's no fun. Get that stupid cape, you know. I know, I know. It's it, it's it's just a taco shell on her back. Pretty, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I do like that it has the red inside. <laughs> it's got yeah. it's too. Yeah. You, know, cool. you, cloth, you know. Yeah, but if it was cloth, it'd have been much better. But, mm-hmm. but I was able to find at least two. I was I wanted to get one of the uh, the red Sith um, troopers, you know. Yeah, and I think those are going to be like the hot commodity one. I think that's why everyone's going to want to get. GameStop oh, that Commander Fox one. I think that might be cool. Man, go check it out there. I, I just, I just, I, I, just wanna, I see it, but I just want a Red Sith Trooper because I think it looks cool. So. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. No matter if I buy it anyway, Anna steals it, so it's okay. It's a part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all in the house. I was just curious. I didn't know if any of you guys had gotten out and tried to do any of that shit today. I I just happened to have you stopping at Walmart this evening. I was never looked took a look in the toy section. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna go grocery shopping tomorrow, and, I, and I'm gonna go there just to see what's up and what they got. Yeah. But see if there's anything you're interested in, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you, like the ones that'll get me will be like the Ray, like anything with the human. They, they face have a new Ray. Yeah, and that's the thing. It looks like, good. It's the face print stuff that, that yeah. I, I see, and I'm like, God dang, that looks good. And I buy it, even though I don't collect the stuff anymore. Yeah. And I just it's buy it because it looks good. It's improved greatly. It blows mm-hmm. my mind how well. But that's why I think, that's why I would say, like, you said, you know, would you pay with 30 bucks? And I said, Yeah. Yeah, I will, because I think their, I think their figures are have become good well, enough. Dude, dude I'll, I'll say this, you know, Russ, because, like, I mean, you give hats for a harder time as anybody, but, like, with Star Wars stuff, like, that's the well, point now, dude. I think. Yeah, well, and it, well, it's like I, I think they've done what they could, you know. Because like, yeah. the, like look, I think um someone posted in the realm is Tyler or Chris or somebody. It was the the Ray from the Force Awakens, yeah, and, and the Ray from from this newest wave, you know, like with the face print and everything. And like the price of figures hasn't gone up. Not really, yeah, because I got both of these for twenty bucks each. Yeah, but but what we've gotten from them, man, yeah. oh my god, dude! Like it's it, it, it's to the point now where like if, if this is if I was a serious collector still like I was, yeah. if I if I got this new Ray, I wouldn't even mess with the figure arts one because I'd be like, why? What's the point? Well, that's the thing with Anna. Anna loves figure arts and she loves the Star Wars stuff they do. But Anna, you know, even with with the way they've been doing the faces a lot better with that digital face paint. Mm-hmm. Hasbro, Hasbro is, yeah. is is almost as good as figure arts. I mean, in, in saying that, hand, I, I'm saying that being it doesn't a even sound hand, right to say it, does it? It doesn't even sound right to say it. But oh, I dude, and, and, and man, I'll, I'll say figure arts is falling off, man. The first time that I felt like it's they falling were off. The first time I ever felt like Hasbro really hit hit it hit it him really hit it hard and was close and I mean really close probably even bet was their Jenga Fett figure. That Jenga Fett figure was amazing. Dude, ima- I, imagine it, imagine that. I hope that gets a re-release with the face print. 
Yeah, I do. So we can get that Tamora Morrison head. Yeah, because that face print, what it wasn't. It, they did a decent job on it, but imagine for for the dude. And, 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 and again, I had both of them, dude. That that figure as Django Fett was a piece of shit, dude. The, it didn't have a neck. I it know. Was the helmet resting yeah. on the body, pretty much. That's why I, I said I take the take the Pepsi challenge with that anytime. time. <laughs> yeah, and people give me a hard I gave that figure a hard time. People gave me a hard time, but I was like, I paid 70-something bucks for this, and I expect, yeah. I expect more from the company. Man. Sure, sure, definitely. But, but I guess we can, we can wrap it up here. And yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up, guys. Um, you know, um, you know as always, Nick, Nick, um, hope you're enjoying your rest. We missed you. Yeah, we missed you, Let us know how the raids go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Muscle ball. All right, all right. We got to tell everybody. He didn't really take tonight off to recharge. He's he's an incel leader for a local group down in his area. <laughs> and they got they got to they got to go storm a Joker premiere tomorrow. He yeah, he's to be gonna fresh. Go, he's gonna go cause trouble. And they're all anti-vaxxers, so. Yeah, not only are they incels, but they're anti-vaxxers too. Only they're in gonna, Florida, they're going to they're going to use their unvaccinated kids as human shields. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is so. Oh wonderful. wait, but they can't because they're incels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see what you did there. <laughs> as always, everybody, uh, thanks for you know supporting us, and thanks for. The 11 people that are still watching, thank you. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm one of the 11, so there's only 10. Sorry, 10 people that are still watching. <laughs> Stop doing math, man. <laughs> it's getting too late to do it. I'm having too much to drink already. Well, yeah, yeah and, we've, we've had a popping chat all night, man. Everybody's been yeah. awesome. It's been know. good. Thanks for thanks for you know tuning in. I know, I know, I know, I know everyone tunes, tunes in for Nick. They don't even give a fuck about us, but it's all good. <laughs> I got I got a link being posted in the in, in the realm, so yeah, if you want to yeah. come pick it, guys. Yeah, you can join us on a on a after we'll after show hangout, and uh, we'll bullshit for a little bit. And uh, thanks, like I said, thanks for um, shit, thanks for like giving us a chance to do it without Nick. Ah, <laughs> I think we did all right, guys. What do you think? I think yeah, we, we did good. Man. We did good. I think we did good. I think Nick will be proud. I'm hoping so. If not, he'll kick us in the ass and fire us next week. Yeah. And he'll be doing the show on his own. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and call our quits. And, uh, you know, everybody, um, well, what's Nick always say? Peace and jizz. Peace, love, and hair grease, love and hair um, Something about, something about jizz in his chin beard. Um, I don't know. <laughs> jizz. Jizz and hand and um, Something about sucking some dude's dick at a circle K. I don't know, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut sauce and onions. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I talking about palm hair. And, or, I don't know. Guys, we're out of control, man. I know, dude. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite thing. Is like one of us says something crazy, and I'm just like, guys, Russ is out of control. <laughs> 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 Whether it's you or not. Oh, but uh, yeah, okay. Well. Let's just get the fuck out of here and go to a hangout. Uh, later, guys. Have a good night. See rolling you them, rolling oh. them credits. See y'all. Later. <laughs>